Aha, good evening, sir. Yo, what up, man? Talk to me, talk to me. Not How much. you been? Not much. What's going on? You sound tired, man. I hope I ain't catch you at the wrong time. Nah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you know how it is when you actually ain't going to work today? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so when you're in the house all day, it's just like, that's just how you are. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's definitely a fact. That's definitely. Oh, no. yeah. You hear me? Let me. Ah, oh, no. I turn my fucking my headset up. There we go. Yeah, I can hear you. I'm sounding good, man. Let me show the mic is good, bro. Get this shit. Yeah, we here. Nice. So you know, uh, yo. First off, let me get this shit started, man. Let me get the fuck shit out the way. Thanks for coming back, cause I gotta tell a funny story, cause <laughs> that was the fucking, cause you was one of the first fucking interviews when we started doing the cast. One of the fucking best interviews, by the way, Trinidad. Not fucking it up this time. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but this funny story that I got to tell is, man, bro, like, no, no bullshit. We recorded that interview, and, I, bro, I don't know what the fuck happened, bro, but I, I, something happened with the audio, and I, all I caught was myself talking to myself. Yeah. I'm like, yep, yep. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I fucking, um, I, I fucking deserve that one on the fucking chin. So we're not going to go down the fucking normal road of fucking shit that we normally travel, man. Um, first off, man, I just want to start off where we left off. Um, you was telling me about the comedy thing. You was doing a few events. You was trying to put it together. Um, I saw you did the mini, um, fuck, this was like a year ago. It was the mini com. Damn, I'm losing, I'm losing train of thought right now. You had like a little event that you guys put together. Um, oh yeah, the yeah the show at the New Yorkian. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was I thought that was dope because I, I bring that up because literally as we had the cast, you was like, "Yo, we're gonna try to put something together like this." And then you said you was gonna do the album, you know, the comedy album. I was like, "Yo, that's gonna be dope." And then you came out and did this. So my question is, um, was this something you facilitated yourself? How did this come together? You know, give me some insight. Well, I don't I don't deal with the the dudes I was well. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, let's, you know, let's talk. Let's talk, my nigga. Let's talk. <laughs> ah, I mean, you know how drama gets. I mean, sometimes sure. we don't it, gotta get into details, but you know, people are a little weird. That's all. Um, I still deal with the dudes that I do the podcast with. It's just there was another, uh, like the original crew of us that were running these shows or whatever. Mm. Um, two of us, uh, two of them, the, uh, they just stopped messing with us for whatever reason. They didn't give us no real reason. They just. It was, it's, fuck well, shit. On the comedy tip or the podcast tip? No, no, on the comedy tip. Okay. So then me and my, my guys that I do the podcast with, we were just like shut out of their last show or whatever. So I, we don't know what happened. Yeah. So it's we just, you know what? It, sometimes life throws you an alley-oop. It's better to get certain people's energy out of your, out of your place anyway, so. No, no, absolutely. I definitely yeah, yeah. agree with that. Now, with the comedy, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Since I spoke to you, I've done a lot more research on comedy, comedians, and the art of comedy. Yeah. And um, I say that because I'm not going to lie to you. Until I did the research, I thought, I pretty much everyone thought, I'm not going to say everyone, but, you know, the stupid people like myself, thought you just got up stage and, you know, like, hey, what happened? You know, three people walking to the bar type shit. And, you know, um, and I'm saying, I'm only saying that is because comedy has evolved. So say, like, right now, one of my favorite comic slash podcasters is Joey Diaz. I think he's fucking hilarious, and all he does is tell stories of his life growing up. It's just yeah. a bunch of fucked up stories. But now, I'm only explaining that is because I see how comedy evolved. Um, 
bring me in that. What's the like the evolution or your style or the direction or what you feel is going, you know? Because it's no longer, like, there's so many different styles. There's no more, you know, it's not as predictable as it once was, say, with comedy and stand-up. It's like you could go straight left field and have a meeting out your hand. So it's just really on, um, what's your, what's your thoughts on that, the approach or more so your approach? Uh, I mean, for me, it's always like, because I treat it like I treated music. It was just like whatever I was feeling at the time. So it was just like, there's no specific style, I would say. I mean, there's just shit I find funny. And then the way I just decide to put it together, you know what I mean? So like, I want to transition into more of a, um, like saying a little bit more important stuff. But I got this thing, like, don't, don't cross that road until you know you can make it funny. Cause like, don't nobody want to be preached to, you know what I mean? No. So like, so I'm just trying to figure out the balance in my voice with the stuff that I want to say versus how to just make all that funny in the end. So it's just, that's where I'm kind of like at right now. So, so you think you're, I don't want to say you think, but is it more so you're just waiting to, for the right story to really perfect it? I'm saying, cause it sounds like you want to touch on it, but you don't think it's ready yet. I'm just understanding. No, it's, it's more like, um, like I want to touch on like, 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 deeper shit, right? You know what I mean? Like, okay. you got, like, there's people like, uh, you got you guys like Kevin Hart and shit like that. Yeah. And and then the, he's he's funny, but he's real, you know, like, yeah, he don't get too deep into whatever, right? No. And then there's people who are just way too deep. I'm just trying to find a balance in my voice with just the way I could turn normal conversations when I'm feeling about something into, like, jokes and whatnot. Hold on, so I feel this like, conversation's about to take a fucking, a fucking, a, a nice fucking U-turn right quick. <laughs> you say deep, there's a because I have a list of topics, I just want to talk. Just yeah. have a conversation with you type shit. So, yeah. when you say deep, what, what, what do you define as deep? Because now, I, I'm only saying this because from me doing research of comics, I didn't know there was a such thing as clean comics and dirty comics. I oh, didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, um, yeah. But wait, I'm only saying that because I love dirty comics. That's all I've grew up watching. You know, people who just talk their shit, speak their mind, you know, and make it funny until it's like, oh, no, there's clean comics who don't, you know, straddle that, that, that hemisphere. And I'm like, huh. So with that being said, um, when you t say touching on these topics, are you trying to go raunchy in it? Like, how could I say? Fuck Trump type shit? Or you're just trying to, you know, get a little bit more into in tune with um today's events type shit ah no nah, i'm not super topical i try to like I, I do some of that topical stuff like when i when i'm in that mode or whatever but like um what i mean like deep is just like not deep isn't the right word but it's the closest word to it but like um bring me into your mind let us know let the people know Trump <laughs> forgot to say it like uh like for instance right like i got i got um the way I think about how we deal with like race in the country, right? I just think sometimes we deal with it on the, the dumbest level ever. So I want, so I'm trying, like, for instance, like, um, like my family's Dominican or whatever, right? But, you know, I grew up in Newark, you know that. Mm -hmm. But I grew up, I didn't grow up around Dominicans. Mm. My sister dark skinned. My dad looked like Red Fox. I like whenever I hear somebody be like, "Yo, y'all not black," or somebody is arguing that they're not, I'm like, "Well, I don't get it," <laughs> because yeah. that you know, the, it's not like a cop is gonna ask if I speak Spanish first. They just think I'm light skinned You know what I mean? Like it's just, like it, it, it's just this idea of what's what. You know what I mean? So just trying to put all that together, and um, like you could have this conversation a million times with people, 
But it's just like when you're trying to turn that into a joke on stage, it's a matter of like not like pointing figures and being preachy versus yeah. just trying to like find the funny. Because I think like some people, they try to focus on trying to say shit, but they don't focus on being funny. And I was like, yeah, that's not comedy. You got to be funny first. And then, you know, you find a way to say what you got to say. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just a matter of trying to get into the, the mindset of how to put it out. You know what I mean? I like the way you said that because there's a few questions I got off that. So when you say um, like the race topic, I definitely want to I definitely want to touch on. So it sounds like I don't I don't want to say it sounds like, but I'm just getting the vibe that you don't want to offend people more so. No, I don't care. To them. Oh, so you're more on the. Oh, so you're more of a dirty comic, I'm guessing. It's, not, it's more complicated than that. There's people who are like dirty, dirty, like uh, I mean, there's people who just all they do is like like uh. Like some old Andrew Dice Clay shit, you know, to tell, to tell like real, like dirty, raunchy shit. Like, nah, I don't really care so much to offend people, but that's not my intention. Like, it's more than two ways. Like, you'll hear the word clean comic and dirty comic. You could be clean and say raunchy shit. Clean, for the most part, is just people who who don't curse. <laughs> really? I didn't know. Yeah. So, you, know I mean, you could be clean and, and still get away with saying, like, don't, for the most part, it's people who don't curse or dwell too much into like sexual topics and stuff like that but like clean for the most part is anything you'll be able to watch on tv ah uh, i get you i get like you. like anything that you'll watch like on like basic cable <laughs> that's clean comedy for the most part i mean there's other there's there's people who just there's you know then you got your jerry seinfelds who just they don't curse they don't say nothing like they don't get into like certain kind of topics and shit like that. There's people like that, but then for the most part, clean like like a clean set is yeah. a it's a set that's pretty much like straight down the middle. You're not cursing. You're not you know. You might adjust your material a little bit. Like like if if you tell a joke and there's a motherfucker in the joke, you might mm -hmm. switch the word out in the joke. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what clean for the most part is. Interesting. But there's also people who just don't. Do certain topics, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's people who just play it straight down the middle, not to offend. It's like if you go to a comedy club, right? Like, depending on what club you go to, like if it's a club that gets a lot of like, uh, like tourists and stuff like that, or people who ain't from the area or stuff like that, you'll know you'll you'll notice that some of the material you'll hear is more like general stuff. Mm. But then go to a, let's say you go to a comedy club in like Harlem or something, you'll hear some like Harlem specific stuff. You know what I mean? It's just it's yeah. like it's it's depending on the crowd and stuff like that. Environment like, demo. Yeah, I, I try to be like, like again, I treat all this like, like I treated music. Like I like I didn't like, like I I choose purposely not to stick to one specific thing. Like I just mm -hmm. kind of let whatever I feel dictate where I'm going. You know what I mean? No, that's deep. So, so when you say that, uh, bring me in on your writing process if you write. I don't. Well, Man, okay, nah, that's interesting. Nah, tell me more. Tell me. Not more. necessarily. Yeah, I don't. But like, I don't <laughs> sit down with a pad and pen. I, 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 I swear to God, I think I got ADD or some shit. Like that. <laughs> I, I can't sit there and um. I can't. I just can't sit there and write like it's just my it works the process is too slow for my brain like it's just too slow so it's like again this all connects to like like music for me like because it's just the entertainment aspect right and um like with me like with music which i'm still doing and everything and um 
like well you remember back in the day like yeah. it was a few people bringing npcs out and then there was some of us that was bringing computers out <laughs> yeah. right i had an npc but i was always a computer dude and the reason i couldn't get into an npc because it's slow mm. the process is super slow for me like on a computer um you know you could like oh yo i want to hear how this snare sounds with a reverb on it I'm just gonna drop a reverb on the track right then and there. There's no after processing. I'm doing it all at once. Yeah, the yeah. process is just there. It's like faster. You know what I mean? That's why I kind of like like some people like you know people who use the MPC or people who use a lot of hardware. They would have to make the joint, bring it into Pro Tools, then mix the joint and EQ. I'm doing all this while I'm making the beat, yeah. and that's the same way that I do like like jokes or whatever. Like so. So I got this podcast that I do, the TJ Squared podcast, me and two other comedians. Big shots. Um, my guys are the two Julios. Um, so basically, like, we, we, we all we do is just have a convo. Like, there's no script, no nothing. We just, like, we meet up every other week. Um, we've been having guests lately. Um, we're trying to do that more. And we just have a conversation. We just start rolling. Like, I, I, I hit record. I wait for the entrance point. Like sometimes I'll say something that like deserves an AO or something like that. And then bam, that's where we start the intro or whatever. And we just start talking. So then when I listen back to it, I listen to little stuff that I say. Cause sometimes like, since my brain is moving so fast, I'm not thinking about something like, you know, how you, you talk without thinking sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's me a hundred percent of the time. So then I go back and pick out little things that I saw that the guys reacted to. And I was like, Oh, okay, maybe I can mess with that. So then I'll remember that. And then I'll jot that down in my phone or whatever. Like I'll, I'll be like, Oh, I said this. Right. So then I'll start thinking of a, like, like start thinking on expanding that into a joke. And then like, I'll hit an open mic or whatever. And like, I kind of word it out on stage, mm-hmm. but like, I already have like an outline in my head and then I'm just trying to see where like, I can naturally go so, I, so and then you like feel the crowd out you uh no nah, not really like it's more just like trying to figure out which way that like like i have the outline in my head like if i said something and i remember that it was funny i'll be like all right so this is funny right so then in my head i'm like so how will i go about this so I, like i'll just jot down little plot points or whatever like i'll have an outline as i'm thinking of them yeah. and i'll go on stage and just piece it all together as i go so then, like, I, like I'll see like a natural flow of how it comes out. Like, it kind of treated like a convo. Yeah. Like you know, you've been dying to say something to somebody. You're not gonna write it down before you said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. How <laughs> weird is that shit? Like, damn, yo, I want to tell this nigga how I feel tomorrow, and then you just gonna write the whole thing down? <laughs> nah. So I treat it that way. It's like, yo, I'm dying to tell you this. I just don't know how I'm gonna say it. So I just, I figured it out on stage. So that's how that's how I kind of do it. And then I record all the sets, and then. The, and if I'm working on something, like, the more times I do it, it changes. So then I start picking the little pieces that I change as I go. Because, like, you know. Oh, wait. Let me just cut in. So, wait. So you practice it with a crowd live and then well, go back and work on it. Crowd is subjective. Open mic is really just other comics. <laughs> so for the most part, like. Like, I'll hit an open mic up, and then it's, like, open mics for the most part of the comics. Sometimes there's people in the crowd because it'd be at a bar or something like that. Yeah. And um, you just work the material. Like, somebody listen to it, and you pick out what comics might that affect. Comics are notoriously, like, non-respondive. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's such, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, because... At yo, least producers uh, will give you a head nod. Like, <laughs> nah, it ain't, see, it's like that, but it's not, yo. Like, if you go to open mic... 
everybody just waiting to get their shit off and leave. Like oh, when you when we go yeah. to like a, a beat battle, we there for the whole experience. They, yeah. that, but that's different. That's like a show. show. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. different because like open mics, like some people will do like three or four or five open mics a, a day. Like I'm not like I don't have the time to do all that just because I have like yeah. a job. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can't like dedicate all that time. Like I do too much already, so I'm not gonna do 16 open mics a week or whatever. Like I, I get to them when I get to them. Like. Like for, actually, to be honest with you, for the last like couple of months, comedy is taking a little bit of a backseat for me. Mm, okay. Yeah, because the shit that went down with those dudes kind of left me in like a weird place, where like, um, because I don't like drama, like unnecessary drama. That shit is stupid. So like, when I see that, I kind of like back off a little bit. I was like, you know what? Let me back off and reset. And it worked out perfectly. Like, I'm still doing the podcast, and I'm still thinking of material, and I still go to open mics every week. But I, like, backed off of, like, being super, super on it and then shifted my focus towards, um, at the moment, just at the moment, I'm working on an instrumental album. So my focus is just, like, shifted that way right now. Mm. I like that. So I'm just doing it all now. Like, I'm just trying to find balance because I feel like whenever I'm not doing music, I'm unbalanced. So, I, like, for, for a couple of years, it was just mostly the comedy. But for, like, a year or two, it was just mostly comedy and a little bit of music. So now I'm just trying to find a balance between the two because I need both. Like, I, just, I need both. No, <laughs> that's interesting because that's exactly how I felt. It is not even to correlate that is because I don't want to say I ever took a break because I always was doing music. Um, like, I, you feel me? Like, it's here. It's just yeah, like yeah, it's natural. Yeah, you yeah. don't. But don't it's like, like you said, like life got caught up. I start doing some other stuff. I started mm-hmm. doing some video shit. And I'm not going to lie to you. I, I literally had that. I had that talk with Denity the other day. And I was like, yo, there's a lot of people right now that think I'm a fucking videographer. And my fucking tag is Piff Beats. I'm like, I don't like that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people that think I'm Nick Trinidad comedian, but yo, I'm Trinidad. Like, and not yeah. not not the James guy. <laughs> like, I'm the real one. No, facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's like I need people to understand that I'm both. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. kind of like um. So and then now, like, I don't sample no more. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Let's transition smooth into this. Wait. <laughs> first, why, and how long has it been? Um, it's slow. Let me see. I copped a push to, um, what was it say? Like two years ago, I copped a push to. Yeah, I copped a push to two years ago, right? And like, I, I was in the middle of doing some comedy stuff, and I was hanging out. Um. I got I, found, I got reconnected with um, Copy Cool. Yeah. And that's that's like my man, yo. Yeah. And, and I saw he was using it. I was like, yo, this is dope. I was like, damn, I never thought about using Ableton, right? Because mm. I'm like a straight up Fruity Loops dude. Like, I've been a registered owner of Fruity Loops since <laughs> like version 3.4. Like, I'm a Fruity Loops guy. And, and it, it's funny, I, I, that, that'll circle back to that too. Yeah. So I get the push and, um, I'm a sampler. I mean, you, you know me. Yeah. I, I'm a sample dude, right? So I get the push, and it got like a scale mode and chord mode and all that other stuff to yeah. it. And because I don't play, and um, like I started making some beats with samples, but I was like, damn, you know, let me see what I can do without the samples or just mixing the two. 
So I was doing that for a little bit, and then I did that for like a whole year, and I was making some beats without samples. Like, oh shit, this is pretty dope, actually. This is like it was becoming easier. Mm. And then I was like, all right, cool. Um, I had a crash, lost all my beats. What? Yeah, because I was running a fufu version of Ableton. I don't know what happened. One day I turned the computer on, everything was gone. The computer was fine, but all my Ableton stuff was gone. Wow. And, and that was like a year's worth of beats. All I had like MP3 files for all these beats. And I was just like, damn, this happened towards the end of 2017 going into 2018, right? Mm. And, and then like, I was like, damn, yo, so that shit fucked me up. So then I had to like slow down drastic. I was like, you know what? I ain't doing it. Like, I didn't even feel like touching it no more because I was just yeah. so mad at it. But I was still like, I would get itchy throughout the yeah. year. Yeah. So then towards the end of the summer going into like September-ish or whatever, that itch, like, cause it never, I mean, you know how it is. Like, yo, you, you start hearing music on the radio, you start, you know, like that metronome in your head starts yeah. clicking. <laughs> it, like, only people who produce know what I'm talking yeah. about. Like, like you, can't, you could be anywhere and you're like, oh, yo, this is a beat. This is it, like, it's just like, it's, it's so natural yeah. in your head, right? Yep. That started hitting me, um, like towards the end of last, like towards, not like end of the summer. That started hitting me. So then I was just like, all right, cool. So then I started, like, bringing my laptop to work. And on off times, I would just, like, mess around with stuff, right? So I was still using Ableton. I ended up buying a launch pad. And you could take the launch pad and um, you could run, like, a script to it to turn it into, like, a push. Mm. So I And it's a small launch pad. It's like a launch pad mini. So I just threw that in my bag. And I would mess around with stuff. And I started remaking beats and stuff like that. And then I noticed that I just like just stopped sampling. I was just wow. messing with Simpson stuff. But it, it's since you weird. Did the mobile setup, or just since you started incorporating the the scales with the samples. Since I started incorporating the scales with the sample, I was using less and less sample. And it goes back to when I was telling you about. I feel like I got ADD. Yeah. One thing I love about samples is that it samples. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's not much to say about that, right? Yeah, right. But samples require setup. So what happens is with samples is for me to make a beat with some samples, I got to sit there, listen through songs, find samples, find stuff that I want to chop, figure out if this works, figure out if that works. It's a lot of trial and error. I mean, because for every fire beat that you make with samples, there's about 15s that you don't. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how it is. Because, like, we, we just – it's trial and error with the cuts. Like, you can't just say one day, I'm, I'm a sample producer and I'm going to make some Jay Dilla beats today. And you ain't got no Jay Dilla samples. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you got to find them. Yeah. So what happened was that I felt was, like, slow. And I just kind of wanted to start creating. So then I just started just not sampling. And, and like, little by little, like, the chords of scale shit was just, like, clicking. And now, like, I got control. Like, so then it just started working. And it's, like, since I got sampler sensibility, my ears kind of, like, tune, like, if I'm sampling anyway. So, like, everything... I'm cool. I'm pl I'm playing out with like uh and then like chord modes and all sorts of stuff. It's just coming off almost as if I'm am sampling. So then I just and then I deal with MIDI as if it's just like I start cutting the MIDI up and stuff like that. So that's why I go full circle. So now I'm back on Fruity Loops. <laughs> I ditched Ableton completely because I realized no matter how far away you go from home, you always got to go back. Oh wow! No matter how, it just it always calls me back because I was just like yo. I, I was working on Ableton for a while, and I was like, all right, well, this was cool. It was fun or whatever. This is nice. It was a nice little fling. <laughs> but then Hold I get on, back on. Let me get little mama down. One second. Yeah.
My bad. I got a big girl on my hands. But yeah, <laughs> but now wait. So you went back to FL. I went back to FL. That's good. So hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just curious. So in the process of you doing these beats or, or making the originals, you were still on Ableton or you were on FL? Nah, um, I was on Ableton for about two years, right? So then when I started coming back in, I was on both. I was messing around with both because I was just like, you know what? Even after the crash. Yeah, after the crash, I was messing. I started messing around with both more because, again, I own Fruity Loops, so mm -hmm. I could legally put that on my computer. So there's like no like troubleshooting and all that. All that stuff is whatever. But the thing is, there's a workflow that I'm just so used to. So it's like the way I do drums and everything. It's just that's just how I do them. You know what I mean? Like it's just I have a way that I work with FL. It's just I I know it like the back of my hand and. Just from me knowing it so quickly, because Ableton functions completely differently. Yeah. Right. It's good for some shit, and and I find it not as good for other shit. So now that I'm doing a lot more MIDI stuff, mm. um, because you know I'm playing a lot of stuff out, and and I'm adjusting the MIDI and stuff like that. FL just naturally lets me do the, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing easier. So then, like, then or I maybe, just or muscle memory. Well, that and just the way uh, certain functions of it work. Okay. That, and they're just because they're, they, they're both, there's a reason why most of the industry uses one or the other. Yeah. And like the, like, in the game, they're pretty much the same thing. Yeah, because people <laughs> like to say that one is better than the other or blah, blah, blah. They both, anything does the same thing. I Like, I always told people back in the day, it was yeah. like, I remember one time I did a beat battle, right? And it, it was me and my laptop. And and I think I think I either won it or it was like yeah, I think I won that battle, and one of the dudes in the battle afterwards. Um, matter of fact, no bullshit. It was after I won the battle. You know, you do the showcase. Yeah, yeah. So one of the dudes in the battle that was showcasing, um, I did my showcase or whatever, and he he comes up to me and he's an NPC guy or whatever, and he sees that I pulled out the laptop or whatever, and he's like, "Yo, how do you like?" Yo, how do your drums knock like that on Fruity Loops? <laughs> and then I go, I was like, yo, you just got to learn to use the shit that you're using. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can make any program do whatever the hell you want it to. You just got to learn to use it. So then what happened, like, the problem with Ableton was I didn't feel like giving it the time to do all the extra stuff. Because mm -hmm. I just wanted to, like, again, I ADD, like, I need to keep going, I need to keep going. So then, like, like I just got back on FL, and then now I'm doing... um. Like, like I, I just dropped three remixes on a SoundCloud. I peep. Um, and then there's a bunch of other stuff that I haven't dropped yet because I'm working on uh, the instrumental album Dead Ass Land. Mm. Um, and they just just keep making stuff like like just today. Anything and the crazy shit is like I get so excited that I'm making shit. Like I dropped a Hell on Earth remix today. Mm. Like I literally made it today, and I was just like, "Oh, this is cool." <laughs> I'm just gonna drop it because I just like I'm I'm just having fun again. You yeah, know? Like, fire is burning. Yeah, it's all it is. And the dope shit is that like when you're not sampling, this is another it's, it's another reason why I'm not. There's no red tape, mm. so it's like so now I completely own my compositions. I say what you mean. And that shit is like kind of refreshing, like to not work like. Like, cause sometimes like, we, I mean, we always, we all deal with the, um, 
Like, like, all right, well, you know, we're gonna sample. We're gonna put out whatever we put out. If they come get us, they come get us, right? Yeah. I mean, what, what they gonna do? Like, if you're not selling millions, they're not gonna bother you, right? You ain't no sample clearance if you selling like ten. You know, if you selling the ten tracks, hmm. one Blue Moon on Bandcamp or some shit like that, they're not. You're not on nobody's radar. But my thing was that, like, I've been told a couple of times since I started doing this again that, like. The stuff I'm making recently feels like score shit. Like, like it's wow. beats, but they like, like the people who heard them, they were like, yo, this feels like it fits like a scene in a movie and whatever, whatever, whatever. And which is dope because that's one of the things I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like, all right, cool. So then, if I don't sample, there's no. There's no, like, if I do want to do some of that stuff, like if I want to start providing YouTubers with some beats for the background of the of the, uh, the videos, you, you're not going to get content striked because yeah. I'm not sampling. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 it's just, I don't know. It just, it just kind of happened. You know what I mean? Like, I, I still, like, you know, I still hear shit, and I'm like, yo, I want to sample that and stuff like that. But I try to like, get to get used to not doing it. So... I, I ain't mad at you because everything you just said is such a fucking true story. Like, I got a fucking crazy story for everything you just said. <laughs> but now, I'll say this. I, I, I relapsed back into production off of sampling. I just had a collection of shit I was just hearing. I'm like, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm listening to this shit, and I'm like, this shit is crazy. Then I'm like, let me go on who sampled that. I'm like, niggas had to chop this. This shit is just, like, too... Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, when you hear something, like, this is, like, too ridiculous. Like, someone had to touch this. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I was having the same thing, right? <laughs> like, like, this is what happened to me. What really, really got me into not sampling mm. was finding out that some of the shit that I was really enjoying at the time was not sampled. So, like, um... Sometimes I go on runs, and if I don't feel like listening to a rapper, yeah. I might just listen to a beat playlist on Spotify. Yeah. So there's a lot of, like, lo-fi beat playlists. And lo-fi hip-hop, it's just, you know, lo-fi, lo-fi beats on, on those, those, like, those lo-fi producers or whatever, like, they got, like... 90s style production. It's all slow yeah. and somber shit, but yeah. it's like 90s style production. And they dirtying and muddying up all these tracks. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I watched a couple videos because, you know, YouTube, you'll be like, how the fuck they do that? So, like, I heard one and I was just like, yo, how the hell is, like, because, like, these, these roads, like, I was like, yo, I never heard this shit before. Like, yeah. this shit's like, it's like, it sounds like a sample, but then you're like, yo, this isn't, a, like, this is a sample. Where is it from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm like, yo, where the hell are they getting this shit from? And I'm finding out that a lot of these dudes, they just, they make it and they make it sound as if they sampled it. Nah, so, and, and they're doing all types of uh, processes and they're using these mad plugins that they use and stuff like that. Some dudes throw it in a three, uh, 404 and then throw it back into the computer afterwards. Yep. So, like, they're doing mad stuff. And I was just like, that's dope. That's like the next evolution of sampling. You just make your own fucking samples. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you miss. There's there's little things you miss there though. There's a little. Yeah, there's no, like I, a soul that's missing. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I agree with everything you say. Like once again, I'm never gonna disagree with that. Cause then that's the second part of my story. 
but just to be like, yo, the, 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 the collection of shit I heard, I had to touch and it was refreshing. And I only say that is because when I relapsed, it was like, damn, it was, it's like you said, it's like a kid in the candy store again. I'm, like, uh-huh. I'm banging these bitches out. Like I'm fucking 16. <laughs> I'm like, but the point to be said is everything you said is so true. Cause in the flip side, I had a fucking sample, um, clearance debate. And I did a YouTube uh, sample remake of Bring Them Things, and oh yeah, you were doing the the like the like videos for a little bit too, right? Yeah, I was doing those, and I was doing um the the beat remakes, mm-hmm. and then I was like, yo, I stopped after the sample shit. That's, well, that's the main reason I stopped. If people want to know, I never really said, but because the thing is, I you do all that fucking work, the shit pops, and mm-hmm. then you get no ad revenue, nope. and I'm like. Because at first, I'll just paint, I'll paint the picture like this. At first, like, say when it was under, like, 25000 it was like, yo, they didn't care. I was getting the full shit. It was like $15, $20. I was like, all right, cool. That's something light. The moment that shit hit, like, let's say, like, 58000 Oh, no. So-and-so uh, record company mm-hmm. uh, has uh, published. The record company and publishing, da-da-da-da. YouTube was like, yo, look, you could dispute this shit, but if you lose, that's a strike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm like, all right, fuck it. So what do they want? They're like, yo, they only want um, 40, I think it was 30 or 40%. I was like, I can live with that. I can live with that. Yeah. My nigga, the moment this shit hit up to like 100, they was like, nah, we want all that shit. They start wanting more and more because. They took all that shit. And you know, it's not, yo. You it's know, really not fair. It's not fair because I love sampling. Like I love sampling to death, and hip hop is based on sampling. You don't get hip hop if you don't get samples. I don't care what none of that '80s band shit was. Look, it, <laughs> the whole music comes from breaks. Like if you don't got a DJ playing breaks, you don't. It's like that's where it comes from. Like yeah, some of this clean stuff is cool, or whatever. And I'm enjoying what I'm making or whatever. Like if if you take a listen to some of the stuff I'm making, you can hear that I'm actually kind of feeling trying to recreate a sampled vibe and some of the stuff because like i dwelled a little bit into the the, the like synthy shit too but mm. it, it, it's just like what the shit that gets me is they beating you over the head right they go damn oh all right you got 100k yeah we want all of that right i was like bruh they won't even nobody would even know what your song was if it wasn't for some of these samples thank you that's like, like, Explosive. be a little appreciative. Yeah, I get it. You got to get yours. I And I, I respect that. That's my thing. It was like, because you put something into the world and you don't want people just using your shit and you don't get nothing above it. But like, they got to be some fair common ground there. Like, like it, it just, just happened now. I mean, like, you're looking at, um, you've been paying attention to like the De La Soul situation? Not fully, because I started the Sway interview. All I saw was that they're still getting raped by Tommy Boy. Yeah. I didn't get to finish it. But on top of that, you got, there's another layer to all that. All those songs from those three albums, that's all samples. So, like, if you think about it, they're probably still playing publishing on those samples. So, and, and think about the split. I mean, they didn't get too much into this. I don't think they get into this at all. But I started, like, thinking, because, like, I read, like, uh, I, 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 like, I'm into the business of hip-hop, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, I started, like, yo, wait, so they only get 10% of the revenue for Spotify, which, I right, to be fair, you got to stream a lot to get any money out of that. Yeah. But when you think about it, it's only 10%. And of that 10%, 
whatever sample clearances is gonna snatch money too. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that shit is crazy, man. Yeah. It's just like uh, it hits you, and then um, them algorithms will slap you quick. <laughs> like yeah. I put out uh, last week, I put out, uh, I did a remix of No Lie. Um, just a little quick remix. I was having fun with some stuff, and I was like, "Oh, it, it, it kind of fits this two chain song, right?" And I did a, so I took the, um, I did the remix, and I took the audio I made, and played it over the actual video. Mm. Right. So they essentially now the video was playing with my version of the song, and I just posted uh, a minute of it, like you know, on Instagram only got like a minute. Yeah. So I posted that minute, yo, instantly, yo. <laughs> I was like, I sent the link to my boy to go look at it. He's like, yo, it's unavailable. So then I go on to my account, instant Universal Records uh, uh, clap back. Instant. Wow. It was like, yo, the thing wasn't even up for a minute before it got clapped back. My algorithms will get you, man. I didn't know they was on Instagram. Yeah, the oh, because Instagram is Facebook. Oh, yep, and they're on Facebook. Definitely on Facebook. Yeah, those clapbacks are on Facebook too. So, though, there's a loophole to it because then I put the whole two and a half minute video on IGTV. Yeah. And, I, and, it, and it get clapped. Oh, that's crazy. It got yeah. clapped on the regular feed though. All right. And you could probably slip it through on the stories too. So, yeah, yeah. I slipped a, a preview of it on the stories. All right. And I think that's probably because the, like, um, when I posted the video, what happens is the algorithm recognized it. The video it, it was because the, the same video, I guess. Mm -hmm. So then I guess on the story, since it's all stretched out, it just goes against the algorithm. That's wild. Yeah, the whole, the whole shit is crazy. So I'm like, you know what? Like, and I'm thinking about it like moving forward or whatever. It's just like, let me see what I can do without that. You know what I mean? Like, I never really dwelled into it for, mm -hmm. for the most part. Like, doing the beat battles, I never did nothing. With no samples or nothing like that. I never even thought about it. Yeah, because back then, I always thought unsampled shit was cheesy. <laughs> well, but back then, to be fair, back then, Simpson, all that shit sounded trash to me, yo. Yeah, they did. They didn't sound like they do now. Nah, now they sound crazy, dude. Some of the stuff, like, it's, so it's like now, it's like, all right, man, if you could really learn how to mess with some of your stuff, you cool. Like, I just did the, um, what was it like a month ago? I did the the freak show pop up that they had in downtown Newark. Mm, okay, how was that? Tell me. Yeah, that. it was dope, man. It was dope. It was uh, cause uh, you remember, you know, uh, Krill. Yeah, I know JS. Yeah. Yeah. So Krill runs the freak show, and um, it, they did like a pop up, um, like a couple pop up shows. Uh, there was like a pop up art gallery, so they were also they linked up a show with that, so they set it up for that. Mm. So they hit me up, and um. I did I did the joint the beginning of February. It was me, um, I forget a couple other producers, but uh Def Dom was in it. Okay. Mm, and uh, yeah, so we you know, so we both rocked out. Um Priority came through just to chill. A couple yo, it was like an MTP reunion at one point. It was like a lot of <laughs> a lot of like old MTP, like it, it felt like it had like MTP ish vibes just because it was a Sunday night and <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a Sunday night and everybody like like we were just chopping it up, talking about music and just having a good old time. And it was it I missed that. No, no facts. It was that, the environment, the culture. Yeah, man. That's another reason I fell back for a little bit too, because like when the culture like when the beat battles and all that stuff disappeared, like you're not around everybody as much. 
and just being around other people to do the same shit that you do just makes you want to do shit. Like I remember, like if like if I would like going to just uh, checking out the battles just to be like, yo, I can't wait to come back and play. My, I can't wait to play the people when I'm on there. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. even. It wasn't never was about winning to me. It was just like, yo, I can't wait to show y'all what I've been doing. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't have SoundCloud and none of that shit. We had maybe some MySpace music if you had one of those pages, but damn, that's so like, crazy. Yeah, man, that was our SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's crazy when you think about it because we came from no social media to now. Because yo, like real, like you said, like I used to just go just to hear what niggas was doing. Me too. I'm I was like, there every yo. month. Oh, I was like, yo, it was just a good, just talk hip hop. You mm-hmm. listen to some fire beats. And then you're up all night. Well, me, I was up all night. I'm up all night. I'm home cooking up. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. home cooking up. I'm not going to bed until I put down like two or three. I'm running through all these records yeah. twice. I'm doing some wild shit. Yeah, I'm like, going home to make beats after that just because I'm like wild inspired and shit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's just like, uh, you know, you're absolutely right. But I'm not going to lie to you. I think that's one part, too, that where I, where I, I, I had to, I lost the focus on my balance because, like, the culture took a crazy shift. Like, yeah. Like, I didn't. Those freak shows are a whole nother world. Yeah. No, <sighs> yeah. They, I forgot. He was doing them for a while. Frequencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. The frequencies. Yep. The freak shows. And then there was another one. The, um. He's still doing them. That's why he's still doing Fucking Fred. I haven't been on those. Yeah. But yeah, he was on the free show where he has the visuals and all this other stuff. But it's like it's different now. Like, like it's just different. Like these dudes are performing. Like, like I went in and just kind of played beats. Yeah. But like, like the 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 season that they performing. Like, like, what you mean perform? Bring me in. What's like, what's going on up there? Ah man, it's like all right. So, like you know how a beat battle works, right? Yeah. So, you, I mean, I'm not asking you, but like, <laughs> you, I mean, we, we go up there, we play our shit, you know, like if you was doing some live shit, like if you had like a controller, maybe you do a little bit of live shit, but once we all got computers, that kind of stopped. Yeah. But like, go up there, you play a joint, I play my joint, and we go back and forth, right? These free shows are sets. So basically, I was rocking out for 30 minutes, mm. like DJing some beats that I just made, right? Mm. I don't DJ. And, 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 like, I wasn't going to bring, like, uh, equipment and all that stuff with me. So, like, so I just came up there with my iPad and I was just playing stuff. But, like, some of the people there, they were using, like, 404s. And mm-hmm. 404s got all those effects in it and all this other stuff. Yeah. So these are just, like, choreographed, like, timed out sets that they're doing. Which is dope. They, they like, straight up, it's performance. Like, like these, these beats are not meant for rap. Some of them, some of these people that do this stuff. This is just like literally instrumental music and shit like that. Yeah. And they just like performing it. It's different. It's just real different. Like, I, I'm still a rap first producer. Yeah. No, so, like, I naturally put in, like, uh, without even thinking about it, like, you probably do this too. Like, without even thinking about it, while you're making a beat, you make a 16 for a verse and you ain't even realize it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Like that's how I produce. Like I, I, I automatically am thinking about verses and shit. That's what was yeah. dope about Ableton. Though. It started taking me out of that. Cause like, like when you lay stuff out in Fruit Loops, is you know you do it in the blocks. Yeah. And, and, and you do it on bars and stuff like that. The way I was laying stuff out in Ableton was live with the um, in performance mode. 
So then mm. I started like I would still naturally do sixteen bars just because again that metronome in your head is like that. Yeah. But like I found myself slowly breaking out of that and having like weird bar counts for certain shit. Like like, oh yo, this change up is like seven bars. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a loop that I let go one extra bar just because I was just feeling it while I was going. It's kinda like when you have an MP and you put it in um What's that like when you flip it where where the pads are playing sequences instead of playing um oh. sounds oh. track select mode or whatever the hell it was? Yep. So it's kind of like that in Ableton when you put it in like performance mode with the clips and shit, and you're like you're sitting there, you're like, all right, yo, one, two, boom, I'm gonna drop that right there. Yep. <laughs> it's just and it's all on. Yeah, that's not that definitely brings a new element to it. Yeah, um, man, that's right. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I I was always fascinated by the the performance side of the production. Yeah, and me too. It's, it's interesting that you said that because I always wanted to get into it. Um, I do a little finger drumming, nothing too crazy. But I see the shit. I'm gonna put it like this. I see what I saw what Arab was doing like six, seven, eight years ago. And oh, I'm like, bro, I was like, if <laughs> niggas could do this on a regular. Like, yeah. When I say niggas, you know, like competitively. Yeah. On a regular, this is like the future of production. Is gonna be crazy. Well, now nah, he's crazy though. Like he, he probably the only person that could hit like those those real fat, like those sharp hi hats. Yeah, he could do yeah. it with his fingers. That dude, he could do that with his fingers. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. Yeah, I'm. Give me some note repeat. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, for real. He's doing that with his face. Like that dude is crazy. What I like about what he do that, like, but yeah, that's like a performance thing with him. But with him, yeah. he's also making beats that knock though. So like, I give him that. Yeah, some people could do with a one, like some people were really good at patting stuff out, but like what they're making is just kind of like meh. But it's like, oh, it's cool, you played it all at once, but it's like meh. This guy's actually like putting out some like like I watched a lot of, like YouTube is a gold mine, man. Yeah. Like I, that's why probably there's so many producers now. Would you searching up? Like I just I just look at everything, like because you never know how to use everything. Like like I know how to use that film probably better than anyone I know. But there's a there's a thousand dudes on the internet still teaching me how to do shit. Mm, I find that interesting too. It's crazy, yo. The internet is insane. Like it's it's insane, insane, insane. and that changes everything. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest landscape, <clears throat> the biggest shift in the landscape. Yeah. That's why I could I could see how, or at least I could feel how some people could be the have conservative views in this day and age. I'm not trying to swing shit. It's because oh. with YouTube, it gives you the tools to get it done. You remember, it used to be a time like, yo, how do you do that? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? How do you, you could literally type that shit into YouTube and they would, either they will show you how to do it or there'll be a video of someone telling you how to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like such, a, this is such a resource. It's like to get to the point, I was like, if they was ever to charge for YouTube, I don't mean like that YouTube red shit. I mean like literally charge to go on YouTube. People will go crazy. Oh no, hell yeah. That changed the internet forever. If Google would just be like, yo, y'all gonna have to give us two dollars a month. <laughs> and it is such an insignificant amount of money, but nobody would want to pay. Yeah. But then again, nobody would want to pay, but on the flip side, they all would ante it up. Cause then think about you I'm not gonna lie to you, you go to YouTube just on the strength to see how to like say you need to build something. Say the instructions is shit. Yeah, you could pull up a video, but how do you build this properly? Show me what do you do here? What mm -hmm. am I doing wrong? I'm like, all right, bet. Say that 
let's make it even better. It's like there was shit that my man's told me as far as what YouTube, who, who, who does videography. And then say, even with me, with audio, I've learned shit on there. He's learned shit on there. And we done turned around and made money from the things we've learned. <laughs> I look for it, it, even at work, like, cause I mean, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm an, I'm, I'm an engineer. So like, yeah, no, when I'm trying to figure out some little compression trick or whatever, yo, damn, how do I, how am I going to fix this? You go to YouTube real quick. I'm like, oh, okay. That's what I got to do. Done. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's insane, dude. It's insane. And it's just like changing everything though. It's just like, um, the landscape is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like it's hard to get like um, you got it's hard to filter all this shit out. <laughs> like it's just saying, like it's just too. They, much. they helping us though. If you heard what they already doing, they putting all that um, the fuck shit in the back on the back burner. A little bit, yeah. You still catch it, but you know it's crazy though. Algorithms also kind of like like you're only seeing who's popping. And it turns it get bigger. Like, like, like. It depends on like how I you. I think it's very self curated. Sometimes I'm, I'm finding like, I like, like, uh, you follow mad stuff. Some stuff you're just not gonna see. Um, you gotta like, you gotta like actively always search certain things, and then eventually YouTube will start shuffling it back up. But like some stuff you just never see, and it's kind of crazy. Even if like don't like don't even be logging. An example. Check this out, right? Yeah. There's this there's this school called Prager U, right? Mm-hmm. And they got ads on YouTube, and they on some right wing conservative bullshit type of site, right? It's an online university, and they ads that just be like the most right wing racist shit you could think of. Like one of them was like, "Why are we attacking white men?" Right? And in my head, I'm like, "Why am I seeing this ad? Yeah. I wasn't logged in. Oh. My I wasn't logged into YouTube, and I was looking at videos." Mm-hmm. On, on like my iPad or whatever, and I wasn't logged in, and it starts giving you the ads that people who don't have accounts see, and then you start, and then when you go to the homepage, you see what it's pushing, and it's only pushing super like corporate stuff, like like. You think they're it, pushing that right wing agenda? Nah, they not. They pushing that green wing agenda. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh no, absolutely. That's all that is. There's no agenda on YouTube. The agenda is money. <laughs> That's what people forget. The agenda is money. It don't matter. Like if if Bernie Sanders is gonna shell out twenty million for a YouTube ad campaign, best believe the algorithm is gonna work to his favor. That's just how it is. Whoever's paying for it. It's just when you when you see how like things get shuffled around. Because but YouTube was different back then. Like before the algorithm shit, you used to go on YouTube and like like the trending stuff would be different. Now when you see shit that's trend like. Like you log in, the first thing you see is like NBC, Disney shit, all the like major companies. They're the first thing you see on there, unless you're logged into your account, and then you'll start seeing some of the stuff you stuff. But it, it would also favor some stuff with like more stuff. So then like, placement. I, I believe they pay for those placements. Well, yeah, definitely. Um, but like even like when it comes to like production videos, like so like I watch a lot of production videos, and naturally YouTube goes. Hey, look at these videos, right? Mm-hmm. So until like I really start getting into like a search for looking shit, it'll only keep showing me these like 500k subscriber pages. Mm. 
So like, and then you get that's, that's all. That's all it's showing me. So like, you get to see these guys who, and I didn't know these dudes was making bank like that because I, I also, you know, because I'm into sneakers too. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I watched some of that sneaker YouTube stuff. I didn't know these kids was making bank like that, yo. Nah, nah. It's it, it's crazy. It, it's it's crazy. So then like, it just all adds up. Like, dude, I, oh my god. So true. Wait, I'm not gonna lie. That's another reason I gotta get back on YouTube. Um, it, it's not. It's not more so for the money. Is that um, I see the influence it does because I built a little ecosystem with the the little daily heat check shit. Yeah. I'm gonna keep this brief because it's all about you. But, um, the YouTube YouTube is very very powerful. Um, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I slept on it, and I'm growing a strong subscriber base without releasing content. Excuse me, and that's what's even scarier. Excuse me, but then again, I see what the I can see what YouTube does. Like you said, the algorithms. If it's something they see, people are gonna watch or they're gonna like. They're gonna put it in the places so they can see it and so they can watch it. But then again, YouTube's whole thing is to keep you on their site longer. And I'm not mad because that means they're showing you more ads, more advertisers means more more, more money. So that means the, the the green the green agenda is in full 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 rotation. Well, yeah, that, and you also gotta remember the way, um, the way the whole it pushes longer videos too. Yeah, because anything less than ten minutes, you know, people don't get ad money from it. So now people are pushing. That's why you see in YouTube, I mean, YouTube videos used to be like four or five minutes long. Yeah. Now you seeing hour long, two hour long YouTube videos on the regular. Like everybody's posting their live streams now. Yeah. Um. Like live podcasts, that's like a, the new thing. Everybody's doing it. Like every anybody who got more than X amount of freaking subscribers is doing a live stream. Because no. like it's the, the the longer it is, the more ads you could throw in there. Like yo, it's it's super annoying too though. Like if you watch like a again, I be watching some of these sneaker videos and these dudes that have like a, a twelve minute review on some shit, and they'll drop like four or five ads in there, and I'm like, damn, bro, like every two minutes is an ad. I can't I can't yeah. do this. This and they're well much. calculated too. Nah, not even, they don't even cut them right. That's the shame of it. Like they just, <laughs> they just like he'd be mid sentence and they'd be like, "Boof!" Like what the fuck? Like, yeah, at least, yo, learn how to edit your shit. Put a fade, make it like a little commercial break. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, do me the favor. Like that shit is annoying as hell, man. But that's just it. It became a business. That's what. That's what uh, really what it is. It became like because before it was like, yo, you into YouTube? Yeah, it's a hobby. Now it's like you into YouTube. Oh yeah, this is my job. And you see, that's where I fucked up. I walked away when it became a job, and then I came back, and the the terrain has changed. Well, were so, you were were you prepared for that um that that constant flow of content? You know the thing was when I started that that wasn't a thing. No, it wasn't. It I'm is gonna now. I'm going to be honest. That was like if you did once a week, once every two weeks, once a month. Well, you get what I'm saying? I'm not going to say once a month, but you get what I'm saying? It was like because you got to understand because this was before social media became social media because remember, there was a time where, yo, this is too much. There was yeah. Once upon a time, it was like, yo, this is too much. Now is a time like, yo, there's not enough. And that I'm like... And I'm like, this is crazy. We went from the too much era to the not enough era. And that's why we got so much shit getting pumped out, whether it's good or bad, just to keep way. You want shit? Hey, we got it for you. Yeah. Like, um, like just to, like I, I, I geek out. So I watch Linus Tech Tips. 
I only say that oh, because that's my guy. I want get, oh, I love Linus. You know, <laughs> you know, big shouts to him. But the fact is, his work ethic is amazing. He got like five, six YouTube channels, and he's a millionaire. Oh, of course, of <laughs> yeah. course. But then again, he drops videos daily. Yeah, but he has a staff. He he has editors. Or say like, a guy like Tim Pool. Tim Pool does like seven videos a day. It, it's insane. You, you know, you know, it's crazy though. Like uh uh. Like on the on the sneaker stuff, right? The new thing is they'll drop. Some guys do daily videos, and it don't even about nothing. Yeah. And the thing is, we're so strapped for content that we end up watching the dumb shit for no reason whatsoever. So like I, sometimes I find myself watching a video of a dude just walking through a mall, and I'm like, why am I watching this? Yeah. Like this is stupid. Like I'm just watching it. Yo, but we, yeah, and then it's like it turns into you just watching somebody else live their life. Yeah, like I, it's, it, 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 I only, I only jump in this because I started watching a video on you. I don't know. They recommended me some bullshit, and they know how to get me. It's because they know I like the bullshit. Of course. So I'm like, yo, this dude was like, yo, living in NYC off a dollar. I seen one of those. I'm like, yo, they got me. And I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you. This is, and I'm only saying this is because this is nothing in my regular regimen. This is nothing that I'm clicking. Yeah, on. I recently watched that video. Wait, you see, so their their placement and recommendations is perfect, yeah. and it was like a seven day thing. So uh -huh, you know, yeah. oh yeah, so you know you got me on day two. White dude, right? Yeah, white dude. So yeah, well, like, I only can only be a white dude. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I find this so fascinating, but I'm like, yo, their recommendations are now getting that good. Mm. Because, like I said, this is not the regular type of content I watch. Yeah, I don't I, know. I might look at it because it's intriguing. Like, oh, that's interesting. Da, 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 da. But then they'll be like, yo, they'll start pumping it to you. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Like, y'all are out of control right now. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, and then like, the, the, mm -hmm. the daily thing is insane. Like, I, I, like, I, I, uh, I wanted to start, like, a... Like me and the dudes that do the podcast with, right? We we we're planning we're planning some like skits and stuff like that. Yeah. And we're gonna you know we got we're gonna film some stuff and we do some 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 comedy skits and whatnot. And in my head I'm just like, damn, you know this would be dope if we could pull this off. But I'm like, yo, the problem with the way that this whole shit work is you can work on one thing, mm -hmm. but it don't even matter. <laughs> Cause it's about having a thousand things. Yeah. So it's like you can make one thing really good, but then you have to make another two hundred things behind it. And it's like, yo, shit, like you can't just work on something. You just all right, I'm gonna make this one. All right, cool. Well, I'm gonna make this. This is why like when you on like IG, these IG comedians, mm -hmm. like these dudes, they do like, yo, oh shit, someone just got locked up today. All right, cool, let me make a quick video. And it's just like boom, it's just, it's just this constant stream, constant stream. But the guys that put like real, real like hard work into shit, they don't get recognized because they're not on the daily thing. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, and and the only time you see a person like that, like, not not even you just don't like sometimes there's like uh, I forgot what the kid's name is, but like there was this one dude that I was watching, and um, that sounds wild. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> you watch it. Uh, yeah, yeah, in this day and age, yeah. Pause. Yeah, no. breaks on that. I'm gonna just pause the whole nineties. Like, yeah. 
I'm thinking about some of the conversations I had in high school. I'm like, yeah, you can't say that no more. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. Yeah, that's out of the picture. Yeah. But uh, I was watching this one kid's videos, and um, and they're really well produced videos. It's like a teenage kid because that that's mm. everybody's getting younger and younger. Yeah. Because like, as we get older, the people who are popping are younger and younger. So it's like before when we were like. Like when we were in that 17, 18 range, yep. everybody popping was like 25, right? Yep. When we get 25, everybody popping was around your age, maybe a little younger, a little bit older. Once you cross that 30 mark, the years go backwards. And now, like, yo, like I'm 36 now, and I'm seeing who's making all this money online. And who on YouTube and all this other stuff, and who who's really out here making it? They're all like seventeen to twenty-two. The demo is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like they uh, complex just put out a sneaker shopping with some chick I never heard of, right? Yeah. And I watch all the sneaker shoppings. I don't know why I watch them because I hate the host. But <laughs> I just I just think he's the like the most connected cornball. That's what I call him. Yeah. Um. Shout out to Joe Lapoo. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just not a cool dude. He's not a cool dude. I, yeah. Work from complex, but that doesn't make you cool. So, I, hey, I'm just hey, man. Listen, complex will never fuck with me. You know? I, I I I shit on complex every time I, ch- I get the chance to because I hate some of the shit that they do. They'll put out an article. They'll be like, 10 reasons why Suicide Squad sucks." And then in the same hour, ten reasons why Suicide Squad is amazing. I'm like, bro, you can't th- stop. Click click. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. Oh, but like, they do the sneaker stop and stuff, right? And then the, the, like the most recent one, the, it was this chick, and and she spent like three bands on some off white joints and, and like like four pairs of sneakers. And I'm like, I looked up the girl. She's 17. <laughs> wow. Like, a focal point, and and I'm like, yo, what yeah. the fuck is going? What, what? I never heard of her, so like, I'm I'm officially at that age where I don't know who's popular. Yeah, <laughs> no, you. That's scary, but the problem is, you could be 25, and that's officially the age where you don't know who's popular. So true. Because this so shit true. goes so fast, man. It's just. You know the thing is, but like, I'll say this: when I got out of the out of hip hop for a second. And when I say out of hip hop, I don't I don't mean like out of hip hop like I, like I, super active. Yeah, you know, I was like, you know, I was experimenting with other genres, I was listening to some shit. And I only say it like that is cuz hip hop changed so drastically like you said. One, I didn't know who was hot. Like no no bullshit. Put it like this. When I started paying attention back to hip hop seriously, there was literally a, a little Dex, a little Uzi Vert, a little Yachty and a fucking I forgot the other one a little and they all looked the same. I forgot yeah. the other nigga's name. It was, like, it was all four of them. It was a little some and they all had like red hair and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I was like, is this for real? And then I was like, yo, I knew, I knew hip hop and like I just I listened to the radio and I was like, yo, this was before I got back into hip hop. This was like you know when I was still giving it a chance. And I was like, yo, I, I, and I was in the car with wifey, and I was like, yo, this shit's crazy by R. Kelly, man. This, he got some new shit out? He been putting out hits for years. You know, this was, this was before the shit now. And I'm like, she was like, no, 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 that's Trey Songs. I was like, what? I was like, Trey Songs? I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. He had a song, I swore he sounded just like R. Kelly. Well, they do the same thing. You get what I'm saying? And it's, and it's, it's to the point that it's like, 
now I can't tell no one apart. I don't know who's who, what's what. I'm I'm being very honest. Like when little baby and Gunna and Young Thug and all the I didn't I was like, bro, this is too much. I literally didn't know who was who. I yeah. couldn't tell who the fuck was who. Yeah, it was just like Little Wayne Clone One, Little Wayne Clone Two, Little Wayne <laughs> Three. Um and, and the shame is Wayne is my age. Um yeah, you know, I never really, you know, it's crazy. I don't know nothing, like, I I, I try real hard not to be a stuck in the 90s dude. Because oh, a lot of dudes in, like, like our class, I guess, you know, like our, the, our, our musician class. Yeah, some of them jokers, it's like, bro, I, I get it, yo, the 90s was cool. <laughs> I, get it. I, I really do. I really do get it, but I'm just done with it. Like, I ain't trying to listen. Like, yo, sometimes I find myself like, like, like I listen to like, uh, like it, it, perfect example, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a Drake fan all of a sudden. <laughs> it happened, okay. right? So I fought it. That. I fought it yeah. so hard. And then 2015, when uh, I think it's uh, Nothing Was the Same album dropped. I'm listening to the album because I'm one of those people. I'm not one of those. Like, I'm not. If you hear me, if you see me online, if I say I don't like something, if I'm trashing something, best believe I listen to it and I'm getting If you go, why don't you like this? I will give you a laundry list. Like, before I say something, I'm not one of those people that will blindly say call something trash, right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I always have my reasons for not liking Drake. So then I think uh, started from the bottom came. I didn't like the song at first, and then it got in my head. And then the album dropped. I was like, you know what? Let me listen to this, right? Because like, like I need because I know everybody's gonna be listening to it. So I want to be in the know. This is like 2015. And I listened to it, and I'm like, yo, there's like 15 songs on the deluxe version or whatever. I think, and I was just like, yo, I like eight songs. Then <laughs> <laughs> I got confused. I was like, Yo, "Who am I?" I like Drake songs, huh? I was like, "Nah, this can't be crazy." And then, like, flash forward a few years later, that's like one of my favorite albums. <laughs> Yo, that... you know, because it, it's just you. It it clicked for me, right? I finally figured out why they liked it. This is why I always give shit a chance sometimes. Like, I don't let shit grow on me because I do believe your your first reaction is the most honest. I still don't listen to his first two albums because I still don't mess with them. Mm. But at, from the point that I started liking them, I like almost everything that he put out. So, like, it's one of those weird things. So, like, with the younger stuff, like, the younger dudes, like, I listen to, I always like J. Cole. That's partially because I feel like if I was, like, a foot taller, <laughs> <laughs> Like me and him is like, like we could be cousins. <laughs> so, so then I was like, I remember I saw a picture of him back then. I was like, oh shit, damn, this guy looks like me. <laughs> so then I started fuck. I was like, I like the J Coles. I always like, I like Kendrick from the minute I heard Kendrick, and I was up on Kendrick, uh, 2009, like before. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I was. I've been knowing about Kendrick when Kendrick dropped his first. Because Kendrick used to be K-Dot. I didn't know nothing about him when he was K-Dot, but his first album or his first project as Kendrick Lamar was the Kendrick Lamar EP, and that's in the blog era. So I I was up on Two Dope Boys, and this is how I find a lot of shit. Wow, damn, I remember them. 
they dropped his song Beyonce, which was he was rapping about Beyonce. And um I was like, oh, this kid is kind of nice. I looked up the music and I started following. So I've known about Kendrick probably before Dre knew about Kendrick. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And um <laughs> it's he he's not a surprise to me. It's when I get into like the XXX to Tasha Jones is when I go, I don't know what's going on. Like I try to give some stuff, but like sometimes, like I, I stay in the know a little bit. The shame of it is, though, I know more about the young dudes through fuck shit than I do through their oh. music. I was saying on our cast the other day, 2018 was the best year for fucking rappers going to the feds. Yeah, I don't know it all off the top, but I know we had Takashi Six Nine. We had Rallo with the weed and his fucking complex. We yeah. had AR Ab selling heroin and cocaine in Philly. We had, um, geez, there was one fucking more. Well, then you had um, the the old boy that the the dates the one girl who got robbed. Oh, what's his name? He got robbed twice dealing with the thing in the, in the at his girl's house. Shit. Who? Which one? Ah, Rich the kid. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, and I, and I, I look at this shit like, yo, one, these Kay. niggas Kay. is way wilder than any of these 90s niggas ever was. Yes and no. No, it's a yes all the way. No, you know why I say yes and no? It's because we never watched an Instagram live of what Pac and all these guys was doing. Oh, you're right, but these niggas wasn't getting federally indicted fucking every four months. Nah, because <laughs> back in the day, real G's moved in silence. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a fact. Now and there was no cameras. And yo, there was no now cameras. it's like, yo, I'm gonna kill this dude. Hold on, let me get the IG up. I'm like, bro, what the hell is y'all? Yeah, yeah. Like, hold on, we about to stream this. What? Yeah. <laughs> like. And this is the only reason I know some of these dudes' names now. This is what's bugged out to me. Like, so I watch, um, just to stay in the know, I watch, like, the everyday struggle, the... the, the I stopped show. watching that, but tell me about it. I, I still watch it. Um, now I don't watch it daily, but, like, I'll, like, if I got, like, a free half hour at work, I might throw it on. No, it's good. Wait, wait, hold up. I only stopped watching it is because they took a shift that I just... It was just weird. Wait, because I watched after Joe Buttons. I oh, wasn't, I wasn't one of those. I wasn't one of those. If the show was fucking good, I'm going to still fucking watch. I thought Star was entertaining. I'm a, I'm a bit older, so I remember him from Hot 97. Yeah, um, no. Nah. The Star thing was weird from the beginning. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, because Star... <laughs> Tell me, talk to me. <laughs> it's because Star don't listen to rap. <laughs> he He's fun. Well, I listen to his show... And he listens to rap, but he only listens to the degree like when they're fucking up. Like yeah. example, like why Y N W Melly or Nelly? I don't even know his name. Oh, the point to be said is, I never heard of his music until I heard of his case. That's that's how it is now. <laughs> I never heard a Y N W Melly song until I heard he got accused for double hobbies. No, once I hear about the cases, I don't even care to listen to the music. I'm like, all right, cool. There's a case. All right, cool, cool. It's just because, like, I, I just, I don't, like, Look, I don't want to invest I, any time. I only went back. Point. But wait, I'm only, I'm not justifying it, but I only went back because they said he was a successful rapper. I'm like, what? Define successful. 
I was like, yo, he had a couple songs with 20 million, 10 million, 15 million. I was like, all right, he had a, he had a strong following. I just, I didn't, because th- the point is, is that I nobody. thought he was like a, a nobody, nobody. I mean, in the law, in, 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 in the, the, the wider Chicago dudes area. ain't doing numbers like that. Point no, to be said. And they, and they get caught up in shit like this all the time. The dirts <laughs> and, uh, and, and all the little mouses and all those dudes, they just missed the streaming like they were just right outside of it i think that's what happened like the, <laughs> these new these new fuck dudes they just all they caught streaming so like like i said like I, I love the business of hip-hop so i kind of pay attention to some of this stuff that's part of the reason i kind of watch um like I, i've always watched some of the academics videos because i feel no, like i love academics man i love academics. I, do too. I think he gets way too much uh like slack like they, the people just really love to shit on him because it just becomes it's like a cool. Like let's just shit on academics. Nah, he be on some clown shit. He be. But, on, that's why I love him. He he admits to his flaws, but except yeah. when he gets backed into a corner, I'm like, come on, dog. When you're wrong, you're wrong. Like with the Takashi shit, he 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 played that shit all fucking wrong. He played that shit wrong. Like Takashi you know, played it wrong. <laughs> No, of course Takashi played it wrong, but he capitalized off that shit. Like, let's not. Yes and no, because it, no, it, it, bro, it's he a... dropped the fucking single while this dude is fucking sitting I'll on fucking. Come on, man, you getting your rap career on? Your DJ academics, you're getting your rap career on while your man is fighting for his life in a federal indictment. To be come fair, on, bro. come on, this man. how I look at it. Wait, like, what did Star that... say? Sucker shit. Well, it starts weird. Stars are weird. Here's the thing. To be fair about that whole situation, he does joke music. <laughs> it's not even real music, but to be fair about that, it's one of those like weird situations. Like, what do you do with the song then? Yeah. Uh... That's what I'm saying. Like, what do you do with it? Because it's not about like no street shit. It's just a stupid song, but it's like a it's like a, a club song. Right, it's not about no street shit. It's not about none of that. It's just like a, a like a whatever type of song, right? He's like, what are you doing? You spent like let's, uh, this is the other thing. Like, because he, he he explained his situation. I was like, I was like, I kind of feel him. like you spent a couple of G's on putting this song together, paying for whatever he paid for, paying for the video, paying for the the production. And academics isn't a millionaire. No, you're right. So like, you paid all this money to put this together, right? For whatever reason, you put money to put it together, and like you just supposed to throw it away because old dumbass over there decided to try to be a fake blood. No way, you you gonna it's, drop it while he's still hot? Like wait, that's because well, it don't make no sense to drop it outside of that. That's what I'm saying. That's just how oh, the game so is. <laughs> so you all they... in on capitalism? Yeah. So you you got nah, the right wing views? It's just how, no, I don't. It's just that, that's just how it is now in that industry. Like all it's right. hip hop has always been like like. Right now, hip hop is on. So you strike while it's hot, because if you don't, you're not gonna get that opportunity. I That's agree. It. The, the streaming era is different, yo. Like this is a whole different beast. Like these Perfect dudes. Example: are, They're doing two albums a year now. This is unheard of. Some people this is are unfucking three. heard of. Some doing. Some are doing three. Like some are do an album, and then two weeks after the album drop, they're already promoting the next project. Yeah. Like there was like like uh, a boogie right, he put out an album in December. Mind you, we're in March now. We just started March, and they were talking about him on Everyday Show. I think, and he was like, he was uh, he he was kind of teasing new music. Yeah. 
but then now his album is actually charting pretty well. So he decided to just not work on music and tour the album. Bro, your album came out two months ago. That's crazy. <laughs> work the album. Yeah. But that's not how the game works no more. It's like he could have put the thing away. He could I could have been like, you know what? I ain't gonna drop the song with Takashi. I'll wait until this get cooled down a little bit. But when it get cooled down, it really is not gonna matter. Yeah, <laughs> That's just how it is now. It's it's weird. I wonder if he would have did like a, aggressive. I mean, I don't think he's. That's the thing about act. Like he's not gonna do an aggressive song. He had some aggressive shit. Nah, nah. Like all like, he's 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 a like his little AK is a character rapper. Like he's like a character that he's playing, and he's yeah, just, and like, he's trying to diss um what's you call it Vic Vic Mesa at the same time. Vic so, Vic, Vic Mesa is a sucker. Wait, what? Why is he a sucker? Yo, oh my God! Yo, like, I was so riding cool. with him for ten minutes. <laughs> like Vic went and did this. This is the only thing I like. This is where I was like, "All right, Vic, shut up already." Vic, after he like he does that whole thing when when Joe was still on the show, and Joe's a little bit of a, a, a like I, I I like Joe Button the the Joe Button the media person. Is the perfect place. I think he's always should have been there. Like you know how Ludacris was a, a a radio dude and then a rapper. Yeah, yeah. I, Joe Bunn is the the reverse Ludacris. Right? <laughs> like this this is where he should have been from the beginning because he's way like I, I fucked with him as a rapper, but that's just because probably it's because I'm from Jersey and you know we rolled for Button for a little bit. Yeah, facts. But like once the Button Kool Aid wore off, I realized that he don't know how to make songs. <laughs> like he could rap his ass off, but he don't really know how to make songs. That was my problem with Button. So I kind of stopped listening to his music. But Joe, the media personality, is entertaining as hell. But when that Vic Mensa thing dropped on the Everyday Struggle, he was almost like hyping Vic up. And I was just like, all right, Joe, don't do that. That's You can't. Like, you saying here, this is the dude you break bread with every day. Like you, you, you kind of got to play a middle position in this situation. But if your man's is wrong, he wrong. No, but here's the thing. Vic went up there, and he goes. He says what he says, right? Threatens violence or all this other stuff, and then goes on the academics tour. <laughs> Every interview he had just dropped his album. Every single interview was about academics and not about his album. And I'm like, Vic, what are you doing? Why? Because academics is more popular than Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa knows he will get attention if he's mentioning academics. So he just kept doing it. And then, like, once the situation boiled down and it got a little quiet for Vic, then he started doing it again. And then when XXXTentacion died or whatever, he went and um, he did what he did at the, at the BET Awards. Yeah. And he called out X or whatever uh, in front of the, the mom or whatever. And that's a weird situation considering what X did. And, and yeah, X that was did. a weird situation, but that was but some sucker shit. It was some sucker shit. And on top of that, he got his own history of it. <laughs> Documented. Double, double sucker shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, nah, I couldn't run with Vic. I was like, yo, like, dude, you had a point. I got what you were saying about the academics in Chicago thing. And I understood that completely. And, and and to be honest with you, those Chicago, I never, I wasn't really watching any of the academic stuff at that time. I really tried not to pay attention to the Chicago shit. To be honest with you, it, it was, was very entertaining. I'm not gonna hold you. I just did it just because it was just too much going on. <laughs> it was too many people shooting each other. Like I was like, yo, and it was just too much on. Like I got this. Like I never was into world star hip hop. Really? 
Nah, I never watched it. I never watched it. You so know wait, why? Wait. Why? Because I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm on there on the reg, but it's not for the fuck shit. Because believe it or not, they actually have, like, say I was looking for compelling news articles. They have a compelling. They have like, it. It's almost like fake news. Yeah, like the onion. <laughs> no, for real. Cause wait, like, say right now, they they had a dude right now. Wait, wait, it's, this is so crazy. Uh, example: a dude on World. If you go on World Star Hip Hop, it's one of the top articles. Dude robs a coin star, uh, a coin store for thirty thousand of fucking um in coins, and then trades it into a coin star for thirty three dollars. <laughs> Like, wait, that's almost like, well, to me, that's almost fake news. I'm like, wait, what? You yeah. had 30,000 in coins and you traded them in for $30? This is why I don't mess with him. It got nothing to do with that. Like, okay. I'm fine with that. Like, okay. I'd okay. rather it was just that. I have a problem with it being called World Star Hip Hop. Yes, I see now. That's my that's problem. That's a problem. And I've that's been a had a problem with it because I was that's just like, I was like, bro, like, nah, this isn't like you could just call it World Star if you want, but like, you calling it World Star Hip Hop is just like, it's kind of like culture make, culture. not even culture culture. It's just making the culture look stupid. Yeah, because that's not hip hop. Because you making it seem like everything, like everything on that site is hip hop. Like, and it's just a bunch of, like, because for a while they would be coming to get indicted, <laughs> like. Like all yeah. the fuck shit the dudes was doing was on World Star. Like yeah. pu publicly, all this stuff was on World Star, and Come it's get like your evidence. Yeah, and and they're making money off of that. So but essentially, World Star was making money out of putting young young men in jail. You you're right. Um, put it like this: I but agree and disagree, time, but then again, there's still young men capitalizing off of that. It's like that, look, we don't want. It's not okay to watch it on World Star, but if it comes down your Facebook stream, it's cool. No, nah, I'm not okay with it either. I don't like when people share videos of people getting shot. I feel like that's crazy that we just like watching that. Yeah, that period, I don't, I don't fucking. That, that's that's wild to me. Nah, to be honest with you, I don't like it on Facebook either. But my thing is, don't call it hip hop. And and again, if you get indicted because there's a video of you doing some fuck shit on the internet, that's kind of your fault more than anybody else's because you shouldn't be filming yourself doing some of this shit. Like, that's why I always default to. I just don't like that the world star, like, it just became, like, the, the spokesperson for hip-hop. I'm like, nah, don't do that, man. No, that, that was my major problem with it. Like, all the other, like, you, the internet got to have the stupid shit. Like, because YouTube is real Disneyland now, so you got to have a place to have the, the stupid shit. Right. And I'm fine with that. But, right. like, don't, don't, I don't understand why you got to call it hip-hop. Like, I, I, didn't, I never got that, yo, because when the site first started get, getting on my radar all they was posting was like fuck shit and i was like yo what the hell i'm like bro like i'm in this hip-hop life man like why you gotta call it that <laughs> you're right but see now if that's the case what you how do you feel about dj vlad i got mixed feelings on Vlad. come on man you can't have you had strong feelings on World Star Hip Hop, and you got mixed feelings on Vlad. I got, oh, no, no, I got Come super on, mixed feelings. No, no, no. I don't like that he's involved. Like, I don't like that he involves himself in shit. Yo, Vlad, I get so agitated with like Vlad videos are are winning the YouTube algorithm race. Oh, absolutely. So you can't avoid a Vlad interview, almost. So like, if something happens, this is the shit that I hate about Vlad, right? So. Right now, 
he does like a he he'll do an hour interview and he'll break it up into like 20 videos and release them joints throughout the course of like three months right because that's how he does his shit he don't just release the full thing he releases it in pieces or whatever with the headline xxx talks about xxx and blah 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 right like right now, Takashi is facing whatever he's facing, right? Vlad goes and reaches out to the baby mother and does like a multi part interview, having her expose whatever dealings. And read the fucking paperwork. Yeah, and, and that shit. And I'm like, Vlad, why? Like, okay, one, why? Like, what's the point of you doing this? Like, I didn't, I didn't, like, oh, like, the, the public has a right to know. I guess, I don't they know. talk about clout chasing. Could Yo, he know. is number one in that. Because that's what he do. And and he got poor Lil Jamar looking stupid out here, too. And Lil Jamar thinks Vlad is his brother. But all <laughs> Vlad, know, Vlad knows, if Lil Jamar says something wild left, like, because Lord Jamar, like, he has a very opinionated dude, and he'll say some shit that he probably shouldn't be saying out loud. Like, some barbershop shit you should just keep to yourself. Yeah, yeah. And Vlad goes, well, let me put this out here because I can exploit him and make some money off of him. And 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 and, and, and Jamar is just like, yeah, what up, my brother Vlad? <laughs> nah, he's just happy to be there. He got a platform. That's just all it is. He's just happy to get part Vlad's probably giving him money. Because I remember the last time I saw Lil Jamar, he's walking out of the rework office. Oh, shit. So, oh, yeah. I'm not saying even a joke. That's legend legitimately happened. Oh, shit. So this is like before the Vlad interview started popping mm-hmm. off. I saw him. I, 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 I was like, oh, shit, that's Lil Jamar. I didn't say nothing to him, but I was like, why is he walking out of the WeWork office on 34th Street? Oh, man. And then the Vlad stuff started popping, and then... I didn't see Lil Jamar. He need to do a Vlad Save My Life campaign. Fuck. That's probably maybe. why he riding so hard I, with him. Maybe. I don't know. And it, But the thing is, it's like, it's weird because Vlad also interviews a lot of people that a lot of outlets won't interview. Like, he just did an interview with Michael Jai White. Mm. And nobody's interviewing Michael Jai White. Mm. Michael Jai White's an interesting dude. No, very sure. But you know why DJ Vlad interviews him? To ask him about Terry Crews. Like, come on, bro. That's only wait, you, wait. The thing that's funny though is that <laughs> when you say that, it's because he has a hidden agenda. Because it's like this. He, like, example, he doesn't like interview, like, say per se, porn stars. But he'll interview certain porn stars who have certain histories just to get a juicy story out of it or something like that. I'm just uh, the way I look at it, because some of the people he interviews sometimes I'm like, why do you like, you know what I'm saying? Like some people I understand he's trying to build them up or they got a little bit of thing to him. He interviews people people just for the reason to get them to talk about somebody else. You know what I'm saying, and, I, and that's what I'm feeling. It's like that—that's all it is. You—you sure, you got sure. a hidden agenda. You're thinking they're thinking they coming on. To, Yo, I'm on Vlad TV. I'm about to have a. Mm-hmm. No, he wants you to say some shit. And you could tell that that's exactly the case because sometimes if you look at some of their faces in the middle of the interview and Vlad starts talking about somebody else, they just be like, uh, uh. <laughs> Dad, wait, you, you know what's so crazy is that. I saw a few things where, where Vlad got, got caught slipping, and I was like, bro, this dude's a fucking clown. But then, like, I saw an interview today, because it's funny you said, because I ain't going to lie, I, he, his algorithms, they, they're winning. You can't avoid them. You can't yeah. avoid them. So he had an interview with Snow the Product. 
Now, the interview was basically Snow the Product talking about her being on um, Queen of the South, you know, um, transitioning, being a rapper, being married, all this, that, and the third. But the title of the video was Snow the White leaving her man to be with a woman. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to hold you. Clickbait. Absolutely. I definitely wanted to hear this. But the funny shit is, is that that was probably like two minutes out of a 14-minute interview. That's, that's the shit that brings me out. Like, if you put all the clips together, that was such an insignificant part of it. But he knows. He know, He's like, yo, because Vlad is making a crazy amount of bank doing this nonsense. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, and people keep going on because he's become part of the press run. No, absolutely. So, like, people are just, yo, I'm on a press run. I got to push this album. And, and they just go to him because they ain't got no choice. You can't avoid him. This shit is crazy, though, because it's like, Nobody else has that position. Mm. It's, it's just, so it's like at the moment, it's just like a little weird. It's just like, come on, bro. So that's why I say like I got mixed feelings on him because like there's some people that he interviews that I really want to know more about, but nobody's really interviewing them. You know what I mean? Like so sometimes every not, but it's like when you when you finally get to see him interview somebody, like I'm not like he started interviewing. Um, I don't know why Vlad is so into interviewing criminals. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's like, why I'm a little weird about it, but it's like some of these stories I like hearing, but I don't know why he's the one that's so into these. In, like, I get it. Freeway Rick, Freeway Rick Ross, that's a, yeah. that's a prominent name or whatever, and I get why you would interview Freeway Rick Ross, right? Whatever. Yeah. That, that dude, you know... That that dude who is who he is, right? So it's like everybody gonna know who he is. But like some of the dudes connected, they were part of all that stuff that nobody knows. All of a sudden, Vlad is interviewing, and it's just like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, uh, what's the, what's the guy's name? Doughboy and and all these other dudes from like it was running like uh, was running of death row and shit. Well, yeah, like he 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 interviewed I think Danny Boy once, and I'm like, come on, like Vlad, why are you interviewing some of these people? But yeah. again, it's one of those weird things. It's just like, yo. He involved himself in some shit that he shouldn't be involved with. But then, and then he's like, yeah, my, I'm pretty, like, AR Ab, right? Essentially mm -hmm. snitched on himself on the ad on a Vlad interview. Oh, shit. I think that's the situation with him. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, Most I think the media's I like, getting everybody, all these hood niggas caught up. Because we've turned, like, and not to say that hood niggas can't be stars or whatever, but we turn into wrong people. We turn in people's stars for the wrong reasons versus turning people's stars for the right reasons. Because, like, Ab was rapping or whatever, and I get, like, he was doing all that, like, that Philly mixtape or whatever. He was doing that stuff. But he can't get interviewed about the other shit. Because <laughs> that's all they cared about. Yeah. Because all they cared about was Like, the media was part, part, part at blame for that. Yeah. Like, he, he was trying to direct the, the agenda of pushing his music. They mm -hmm. only wanted the agenda of the wild street shit because they know that's what he's about. They, as in Vlad. <laughs> yeah, you you know. Yeah, that's that's why I said I'm I'm jaded on him because it's like sometimes he'll come up with some like there'll be an interview that I want to see and then sometimes it's just like yo why are you doing this like I, I, it just confuses me sometimes especially like you know what's funny about Vlad he he posts flashback videos all the time right and flashback videos are basically like right R Kelly got knocked recently. 
So then Vlad posts a flashback video of somebody talking about R. Kelly from like three years ago. So he's eating like double money off of these videos. And then... Hold, hold, hold on, wait, because that, that's crazy, but that's definitely something I want to touch on. What you think about that R. Kelly thing? Wait, because I'm only bringing that up because I don't know if you've seen it. They just aired the second part of that Leaving Neverland tonight. Well, I I haven't seen none of the Leaving Neverland stuff. Um, R. Kelly should have been the fuck out of here because I'm one of the people that didn't care about the well, not Let me rephrase that. I'm one of the people that when that sex tape happened, um, I didn't want to watch it. Motherfuckers was passing that shit around. Remember that shit? They, I'm like, bro, they was bootlegged. They, they did bootleg. The bootleg man was selling it. I'm like, bro, that's a 14 year old. Like, that I don't care. Seller too. And everybody was out there arguing, like, nah, the way she brought dick, that ain't no 14 year old. And I'm like, yo, y'all some sick mom. Dude. You know, like, but I had a problem with R. Kelly when he married Aaliyah. Like, I've been all, like, I'm not an R. Kelly fan or whatever, like that. Like, I could recognize, like, he was good at what he does or whatever, but I was just like, yeah, this game the fuck out of here, man. Like, but so I was like, eh. I was like, I don't know why it took y'all so long. Honestly, I personally don't care. <coughs> uh, I I wanted to hear your opinion, but it's just like, yo, I, like you said, I knew he was a sick fuck then. I mean, yeah. Like you said, I don't know why it took so long. You feel me? You you continue to let him give him the platform to make more wonderful hits and and timeless music. You and know now, what? You know. The shit with R. Kelly though, it was revealing about other people. That's that's the one thing about that situation, cause like, you had um, like the shit drops and all of a sudden all these people talking about I don't want to work with him no more, right? And in my head I'm like, yo, y'all do know that sex tape was before y'all worked with him, and that was like, so like now all of a sudden you want to have morals but you ain't have morals the whole time you was making money with him so now you got morals because you can't make no money with his name no more That's like cool. how, how does that work out like you know what I mean? like this shit is weird like even like you know jay does if i'm not mistaken them on them best of both world albums came out after the fact yeah at least i know one of them definitely did one yeah. unfinished business definitely did I'll tell yeah, you that. That I, yeah. Matter of fact, yeah, it did. And if I'm not mistaken, the the like, if I'm not the first, the first Jay Z and R Kelly joint was um, probably 2002, maybe. Pull that up. Nah, but, well, Unfinished Business came out in 2004. Best of Both Worlds probably came out um. Best of Both Worlds. Wait, was that the name of that album, Best of Both Worlds? Yeah. The, the Unfinished Business? Well, that was the first one. Because I know they did two, right? No, nah, Best of Both Worlds was the first one, and Unfinished Business was the second one. Because you remember that? So after they had the fucking tour shooting. Yeah, it was the second album. So Best of Both Worlds drops. That had to be like 02, 03, maybe? Yeah, 02, 2002. So, and then if I'm not mistaken, that sex tape comes out probably 02, maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't have a, the best memory of when that shit came out because I didn't pay attention. But, like, it was around the same time. So, that's my shit. And those songs that were on Unfinished Business were recorded. Some of those songs were recorded after the fact. 
So it's like, yo, so now all of a sudden y'all got morals. Come on, man. Y'all can miss me with that shit. It's like, yo, y'all should have got him the fuck out of here from the beginning. And the thing is, who else, like, so, like I didn't watch none of the Survivor. I didn't have to watch it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't want to watch it. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah, I just didn't feel like be participating in the in the Twitter. Like, oh, let's all watch this together. Like, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, cause my my whole thing was is like I already told people he made great music. I enjoyed it, and I still enjoy it. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not part of the fucking trending cancel culture. I'm sorry. I respect those who do, and I understand. And I understand. I def I I fully understand, and it's not to say I I I I I, I understand and I I'm willingly going against the grain. It's just that when these albums came out, either before or after the fact, that was at a special time in my life, and I can't even hold you, brother. He made some very memorable, timeless music. Now it's not to make it about fucking R. Kelly because I could say that, and you know, and I'll get fucking stoned off the stage, but. Is, is 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 it that easy to say the same shit about Michael? Because nah, they not. No, everybody's looking for every single excuse to justify not canceling Mike. What, you know what I'm saying? And wait, and I'm gonna be honest, and that's but the main reason. That, Mike. Of course, of course, you get what I'm saying. Wait, when you're as old as we are, yeah, you can't cancel Thriller. When you're in the '30s club, bro, you you knew about Michael. You knew yeah. about the sick shit. You knew about the weird shit. Neverland. The babies or coming nah. over. But I remember when those stories came out and um, everybody was just like, nah, that ain't true. And then, you know, then the stories of the kid, like, lying and all this other crazy shit. And then, like, for what I'm hearing, I got I, I didn't watch the Neverland joint just because Dish Network and HBO beefing, so I don't really got HBO right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't watch it, but I got wind of some of the stuff, and I was just like, oh, he really was, according to the story. Um, yeah, he really was fucking him. I was like, oh, shit. Well, damn. Sick motherfucking fuck. That is crazy. Um, well, you know, I didn't really like 90s Mike. <laughs> Look, I don't know if it's true. I'm going to be I, honest. I love I Mike don't. enough right now to refuse that it's true. And like they said, and I, I'm, I'm honestly, and I feel like this is the best part, is that the man is not here. And you wait to do some shit like this to besmirch his honor. And I feel like that's the most low blow of it all. Granted, if it's well, true, it's true. So be it. It needs to be known. But my main thing is that one, you wait till he's dead to put this DVD out or this documentary out, and two, now instead of you fucking tainting his name, I feel the damage you're doing is putting the the image of the image into the young generation that Michael is a pedophile. Because think about it, the young generation who didn't know about because this is probably 20, 30 years before they time. They probably didn't hear about the news articles. They didn't know about Blanket. They probably don't know what Neverland is. You get what I'm saying? I'm just being really honest. So when you look at look at it in hindsight, be like, hi, bet. Now this new generation, they see this or they hear this, they be like, oh, Michael Jackson, the pedophile. Oh, Michael well, Jackson, the... I mean, if it's true, then that's the case. Well, no, absolutely. Absolutely. But then again, they said even with the situation that they can't even prove that it's true. Well, you know, it's crazy. The... This dude double backed on a statement, signed the NDA. Um, you feel? But me? a lot of a lot of people are saying that's because of the parents or some shit like that. It's some weird shit. Because what, what? That's the thing. It's hard to just. This is the hard part about that whole situation. Y'all remember? Like whatever happened. Whenever this happened, he was a kid. And the idea of ruining Michael Jackson had to have always been in his head. Just like the idea For revenge. of revenge. Yeah. No, not even revenge. It's just. Maybe not even revenge. Maybe just like, damn, this happened to me. 
but do I really want to be the one that ends the memory of Michael Jackson? I'm pretty sure people struggle with that shit. Like people struggle with it. Arca- they still. But wait, struggle. I'm gonna be honest. Wait, I agree with you when you say if it's true, it's true. But the one part I don't agree with is 30 years later after he's dead, you feel to do a documentary. I, I don't know the. Like, come on, man. Like, which, I don't know the details with the making of the documentary, so I can't. It really, doesn't wait. It doesn't even matter the details. Well, no, I, I don't 30 know. 30 years it might, later, it might and be. You don't even. You don't even come for it in a legal matter. You do a documentary. Well, I mean, you could say the same thing about the R. Kelly stuff. Wait, the R. Kelly yeah, shit. No, the that, thing is with the R. Kelly shit. The R. Kelly shit is current. Well, no, here's the thing. The Aaliyah stuff was in the '90s, and that's in that documentary, and it exposed a lot of that information, which people who were around in the '90s kind of knew already, and they kind of ignored it. But uh, there's people that like there's people who love Aaliyah supposedly and had no clue that she was married to R. Kelly, like younger younger people. No, but then, so it's like, it's, and then that got exposed. But then yeah, again, yeah, there's people cool. who don't care. There's a generation of women who like older men. I mean, there's a generation of people. I'm not justifying it, not I, for a second, because I have a daughter, so my views on this are very different. So I'm only putting it down like this as far as that I know for a fact that there's women who brag about that. Oh, oh. no, I mean, shit, look who bailed them out. <laughs> you know, you're right. You're right. But, but like I said, the, the Michael, I don't know, man. That's, it's. It's rough because I mean, like I didn't watch it, but I hear a lot of the stuff is like damning, and some of the stuff you can't really dispute. Some of the stuff, it's just whatever happened. There's weird shit there that clearly is a violation, regardless of what you believe happened. Just like the the, the kid friendliness, I always thought was weird as a kid. I was like, yo, this is a little weird. I don't know, but I used to tell myself as a kid when I used to hear this Mike shit, I used to be like, nah, I said, Mike think he a boy, man. He just want to sleep with kids, but I like sleep with them. I just, he's just probably chilling in the bed thinking he have a sleepover because, you know, Mike weird like that. Like, I didn't really think he was touching the kids. And now they're saying otherwise, and I'm just like, okay. Well, allegedly. Both, allegedly, but it's all weird. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Like, I'm not sending my kid to sleep at Mike's house regardless of whether or not he was going to fuck him or not. Agreed. And I think a lot of that it goes on to the parents or whatnot, but it's just like that whole situation is weird. I don't know what's true, what's not. I, it's the timing is weird, uh, maybe, but I don't know how long they've been working on this documentary. Because sometimes, like, because of like legal reasons, sometimes stuff could be getting worked on. For like, dude, Mike died. Was it ten years ago now? Almost ten years ago. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. About to be. So there's a good chance that they could have been working on this for 10 years. And, and don't, and don't forget. Reasons that, you can't put it out and stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, just, I just don't know. The time. It was weird, like, because it came out of nowhere, like, when it was announced that they had a mic on documentary yeah. coming out. Like, I didn't even hear of nothing going out. But then in my head, I'm like. And don't forget, the information could have been selective. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But they, you can't. However, they the edited that. They could have edited it. To to because to, to, believe me, you could have did a documentary about that and made it seem like he had a problem and needed help, or you could made a documentary about that like yo he was a fucking pedophile and he needs to be put to justice. Like, well, I mean, there's different know, ways you could expose it. You could expose him as the victim or the victor, and they chose to choose him to, as as being the victor. You get what I'm saying? No, Michael was doing terrible things to these kids. Or they could have spent it like, yo, Michael had a problem. He grew up in a rough childhood. Da, 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 or da. it could have been help. He you get what I'm saying? They could have spun it so many ways. You get? I'm I'm not trying to justify. I think the truth is really both. Absolutely. 
But, but the it doesn't is, excuse whatever happened. But it's the truth of it. It's it's both. He was he was both victor and victim. I think that's just how it is. I always thought that was the case. Whenever people do fuck shit, they did some weird way. They always both. Like, with the yeah. exception of R. Kelly, fuck R. Kelly all the way. <laughs> like, I can't even, like, I don't really, like, that, some of the stuff that he was doing is crazy. But, like, the so, mic. Are you bumping, you, are you bumping the threat? What? Jay-Z the threat. I don't really listen to Jay-Z music, to be honest with you. All right, but if it came on, you bumping or are you fully indulged with cancel culture? Nah, I'm not like that. I'm not, like, I'm not going to be one of, but I'm not going to be one of those, like, yo, when the R. Kelly joint came out, I was at, uh, I was in Union, right? <laughs> I had walked into like a Kicks USA, right? And then there's this group of girls going in to return something. Mm-hmm. And like, I you don't ever hear anybody really bumping R. Kelly. Like nowadays, they was Doe Park in front of Kicks USA, like ironically playing bump and grind and like really loud because it was a joke for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, oh. I was young like, shit. I'm guessing it was yeah, young. Yeah, it was, it was young. It was a group of younger. And I'm like... I know what y'all doing, yeah. Like I was just like, who cares, yeah? Like, like you don't have to do that. Like whatever, if you want to listen to R. Kelly, you can listen to R. Kelly. Like we still listen to Ray Charles. He was a white beater. We still listen to James Brown. He smacked chicks up too. It's like there's a lot of people. We can't possibly like if we're gonna have to if you're gonna start canceling everybody, you you gonna have to keep it all the way 100 and start canceling everybody. Wait, and that's why I'm not buying in. That's, That's why because nobody's willing to do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can say I'd rather not support R. Kelly shit, but to be honest with you, it's easy for me to say that because I never really did. That's the thing. Like, I didn't. I'm not one of those people that went and bought R. Kelly albums after that tape came out. <laughs> no, you're right. Like, I like I I could still listen to the older stuff or whatever if it comes on, but I never really like. Like, once that tape came out, I was like, yo, this is weird. Dude. I don't know how y'all still messing with him. So, I was, so, and I, I didn't, like, I don't, maybe the only song I know, to be honest, 100% real with you, after that tape, the only song I know that even remotely, I could, like, it's probably Happy People. Oh, shit. <laughs> or maybe Step in the Name of Love. Nah, even that, that's that's older than that, right? That's, that's, yeah, that's like TP2. Factory. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't really know. Like, I saw it's, it, Mike stuff is a little difficult. It's because, like, damn, hey, man, like, it just frames songs a little different now. I just found out he did a Christmas album, but you're right. It's, it's a... It just, like, how can I listen to PYT? No, <laughs> no, now. Like, what's the oh, thing? It, you know what I mean? Like, PYT, it's just some words hit a little differently now. Like, it's just harder to listen. I get what you're saying. It's kind of, wait, I told, I told people that that's how I felt about Frank Ocean. Cause you know, he oh, was like, like how you feel about thinking about you. Cause now, you know, thinking about you isn't you as a dude. It doesn't I, hit the same. It doesn't hit the same. Well, it never really hit for me in the first place. That's <laughs> that's the thing. Like I never cared. Like that, yo, it's the crazy shit about Frank Ocean. Like funny you brought him up, but like I had this weird comment. Like people were really championing him, and I always argued the only reason that his buzz was so high was because of the announcement. Yeah. Because I listened to Channel Orange and I was like, this album is not amazing. It's all right. It's not amazing. It's just all right. It's not even like it wasn't the like it, I didn't enjoy that album like that. It had nothing to do with him, with whatever he revealed. It's just I just didn't think the music was that great. So like everybody's like, yo, this album's amazing and da 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 da. He's gonna be the future of music. And I was just like, no, he's not. Because I was like, I just I honestly. 
I nostalgia ultra. I still listen to. Yeah. Like if I get it, like 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 uh, Novocaine and and, and, and swim good and all those songs. Fire. That, that's a hundred times better than Ooh, straight Channel Orange. Orange. Damn, I'm about to pull that shit up now. Yeah, nostalgia ultra is fire, and I'll still yeah. listen to it, and it doesn't hit any differently. God about swim good. Channel Orange was sold with that as the marketing plan. Yeah, I see I what think you mean. That shit was scummy to me to sell it that way because it, it was just like it didn't add to the music and it just it was like, hey, I thought it was just scummy to be like, all right, all right, cool. I'm about to beat them over the head with this one. And then the music dropped and you're like, eh. And then you know, there's a reason why it ain't really been like blonde was kind of trash. I didn't even listen. The I did. Because I needed a reason to call it trash, so I had to listen to it. No, but blonde was kind of Bron was low key trash, and and Frank Ocean Buzz went from like on top of the world to like nobody really cares if he's dropping in in a weird way. Wait, biking was crazy though. I'd give I'll give him that. I'm sure. I mean, it, 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 here's the thing: um, when you have an apex, even at your decline, you still put good stuff out. Yeah. And I think he peaked way too early. <laughs> Like he peaked his ache, his 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 climax was nostalgia ultra, and then everything went downhill from there. You know but, the thing is, I don't even want to say he peaked too early. He he peaked at the transition. Think about it. I feel sorry. There's there was very few artists who survived the the, the digital, the analog to digital transition. When, well, that, when, when 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 nostalgia ultra came out, people were still buying mixtapes. Chanel Orange came out. Bootlegs was still relevant. Then you took that little mini break. Oh, now we're going to streaming, YouTube, sound. You know what I'm saying? Spotify. Like all these things are now relevant that wasn't really relevant then. Yes, they was around, but it was taboo. Now, you don't wait. You go into stores; they don't even have CDs. Well, it's not only that with him. Also, his revelation isn't that big of a deal anymore. That too, yeah, because that's like, the norm. When he came out, well, it's not even it's a norm. It's just that it, it's not. It should have never been a big deal. This is like like people like like all right, but cool. it's hip hop because you know the thing is, even like, though he was, a rapper. but you know, but he was in hip hop culture because you know he was around yeah. Odd Future. You know, it's crazy he was around those guys. Yeah, and Tyler it. Tyler had a similar thing with the drop of his last album. They, they oh yeah, no, absolutely. But then again, it's just that saying back at that time. When you're in hip hop culture, or oh, no, no, that, that and, to say, yeah. and, and to say and to come out and say what you did, like yeah, no, absolutely, that that definitely changes that. Yeah, yeah, in that time, but that's what I'm saying. Like you can't his, like the, how do I explain this shit? Like I don't want to sound like stupid, but like, <laughs> his um, like I feel wholeheartedly that the buzz from Channel Orange was all due to that, right? It's not because he wasn't like he wasn't on a high because people were already kind of anticipating his album because Nostalgia Ultra was so good, yeah. but like when when thinking about you came out right, mm-hmm. and I was just like I heard the song and I was like oh this is a cool song I did like people talked about this song like it was the greatest love song in the history of love songs and I'm like it's not <laughs> like yo I don't know where y'all getting this from but they're connecting their feelings. From his situation to the music, and now you have this, like it's almost like uh, remember two thousand and nine, 
when Lil Wayne is the best rapper alive, or 2008, whenever that was, when everybody yeah. called Lil Wayne, and all these industry vets was out saying the same thing, that Lil Wayne is the greatest. And I was just like, why are they saying this? Because it became a popular thing to start saying that thing, right? Yeah, so I was like, it's trendy. a similar thing. It became a trend to big up Ocean because of what he just said versus to just like really big up the music. There's some people who still think the album is great, which is fine, because like I can't, it's all subjective. Yeah. But I know a couple years later, a year later, nobody was talking about the album. Three months later, nobody was talking about that album. Yeah, you're right. Wait, wait, but then again, this was that was right at the beginning of microwave culture. Kind like, of, but it was well, right now. Like I, like I was talking now. about it on our cast. I was like, yo, 2018 was probably one of the best fucking years we had for hip hop in a long fucking time. I hear that. And then a lot of those albums probably didn't even get listened to for more than two and a half, three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it's been like that. It's, it's been like that for the last, like, like, since the minute, like, Spotify was out. But nah, I think like, I still Apple, ride a few joints out. No, but, no, no. I mean, this is because you come from a different era, though. Like, the, the way it works now is so microwave. But you're not, that's the thing, you're not, because you're like me. You listen to some of the new stuff, probably, but not really, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you'll listen, you'll attach yourself to some shit that you that is more familiar, but, like, the microwave kids who only listen to microwave stuff, they're always on to what's next. Yeah. So it's like, with, with me, it's like, if I hear something, if it's, like, last year, um, like, it's like, I don't fuck with the Grammys either because I think that's just stupid, but that's just me. But last year, um, like Cardi B was the Grammy, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. She shouldn't even have been nominated for Best Hip Hop Album. That's a different argument. Depends what your criteria is. But I had... Bruh. But that way, that could be a whole other debate. But You know, that shit is crazy because you don't know what their criteria is. But I get I know how they end up because it's popularity for the most part. That's all it is. That's all it fucking is. The most popular yeah. artist. But then you can't call it the fucking best album of Tony. You got to say the most popular album yeah, or popular yeah. artist. Like, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because those two don't meet in the middle. Popularity and, 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 and quality of work don't meet in the middle. Meet nah, the middle. they don't. They don't. They, they they sometimes do, but not most of the time they don't. Yeah. But like, like and not no no slight about her because she had a big moment. I guess you gotta kind of recognize her, and that's fine. But no, like, I, yeah, like, and wait, like you said, no slight because it's not like her album wasn't good. She had a lot of hit singles on there, and it was in heavy rotation. Yeah, but, it was, I mean, it was, it was impactful for for whatever for like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not over here saying I. I, I I, wait, I, I'm, I can say something real wild, but I'm not going to say it on the cast because I'm not ready for the ridicule, but good. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. But it, it, it works, right? Yeah. So she wins. And in my head, I'm like, if this was the real, like, if the real, like, it, not the, I don't like to use the term real hip-hop, but, like, if real, uh, actual hip-hop members of the community, because the Grammy is by committee, and the entire committee, whether or not you are part of a genre or not, you get to vote. Mm-hmm. Cardi is a name that will pop up outside of the genre, as in, like, she's recognizable, like she's an Amazon commercial. So it's like some people who don't even listen to rap, they go, best album of the year, Cardi B. Well, I heard her name all year. has to be her. Because yeah. it's vote by committee. So now, whether or not, I don't, I don't know the whole process, but I know that's part of the process. So I go, all right, cool. But 
I'm looking at like last year, and I'm just like, yeah, why didn't Nipsey win? <laughs> you got to blame Spotify for that. Why didn't um? Nah, you can't really, cause it's it's weird. It's, what do you mean? It's wait. One is owned by the labels. Two, they're supposed to have their alleged curated playlist, and then they they don't. The the the, the thing is, is that. I only say it's owned by the labels is because they have an interest in what artists they put in front of you. That's the only reason I point that out. Whatever. So Universal has a heavy stake in Spotify. Don't you think these Universal artists who's dropping music this month, you wouldn't want to put them on the front page? Or if so, if, or say, for instance, Sony Music has some artists coming out. Hey, don't you want to put Mariah Carey in some playlists? Don't you want to put some Adele in some playlists? You know, these are big Sony artists. You want to get them in the front picture of things? It's that, know, maybe because I don't listen to playlists because everything is like curated on my Spotify. Like no, the- no, absolutely. But I'm saying like when you go on there, it's like, say with me, I when I go on my Spotify, I already know what I'm listening to. I go, boom, this is the artist. I listen to a lot of old shit. I don't care. I just, that's what I like. But the point is, is that if I was to scroll down and to see what they had, oh, but it's all, you get what I'm saying? It's all these certain artists or say popular music. It'd be a picture of who on it. You know, I'm like, why is this person's picture on it? I don't know. It depends, I guess. I don't know. Because I have never seen... Like, like, I don't want to keep saying Cardi because it feels like I'm bagging on her. But I've never, <laughs> on my spot, because I, 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 I've never seen her pop up on my Spotify homepage, not once. Like, like, not once. I don't, I don't, because like, even like, um, because like, and I listen to a lot of stuff on there. It just, it never really popped up for me. I don't know. It's weird. Like right now, like on the top top, because Spotify is a little weird. But no, nah, that's not even why she popped off. Really, like, because she was popular outside of what Spotify was playing. She was just she was popular on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like that's no, you. Yeah, she, she's a whole different phenomenon. This is why, like, she's I, it's a just... full package. And when I say the full package, I mean for this modern day, she has the social media down pack. She has the 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 personality down pack. And because those are two, t- two totally different things. There's people with social media followings who's like fucking dry paint. And oh, no, then there's no. people like fucking, you know, Cardi B that'll get fucking wild and start going in and share yeah, her opinion and, and be very, you know, and be very social and shit. More, what's the word? I'm more animated with it. Yeah, that, personality. You know, and, uh, and then with, when you add that with her making music and then being involved in relevant culture, like, I feel like she is the perfect mix for microwave culture. The perfect mix. Like, put it like this. My girl likes Cardi B. I, I don't listen to Zero. Like, I'm going to say it. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't really listen to female rap. I don't, I don't say that with any, any slight to the, to the great female musicians out there because you are very well acknowledged in my book. But that's just something I don't, I'm not subscribing to. Probably because you don't want to rap along to lyrics about some chick sucking the dude off. Listen, man. I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand it. I understand it. Like, I like, like we just gotta call a spade a spade. There's a lot. There's a reason why um, some dudes don't listen because, like, when it comes to certain aspects of music, like when it gets to the sexual stuff, it's a little weird for a dude to just rap along with some of that stuff. It's cool, but like when they don't, when they're, when I, I can listen to like stuff when they're not. Like, I, I can listen to whatever. To be honest with you, I don't. Yeah, I, wait. I, like you find yourself rapping along and shit, and it's just like suck a nigga dick. Like no, chill, bro. Like nah, why you rapping yeah. along to that? That's yeah. not for you. That's not for you. 
No, you're absolutely right. But then, then again, is that I don't think as far as, like, say, for the most part, is that in the popular music, say, like, some of the shit I could enjoy, I'll tolerate. I want to say enjoy, I'll tolerate. I think that's the best way to put it. I'll, I'll tolerate it because with popular music, you, you can't escape it. It's in your commercials. It's in the radio. It's when you're walking outside. It's everywhere. That's why it's popular. But when you look at it outside of that to just say, like, yo, I'm about to go listen to Nicki, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I have way. If Nicki was to come on any time, I'll listen to it, bro. And if if it if it's if it's in rotation enough that I even know the words, I might even spit a few bars. I think I threw Chun Li in my run playlist. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Chun Li, fire beat, fire beat. Wait, I think she had a few ca- catchy lines in there. But I'm good. I'm I'm not. I'm good. I mean, again, everybody got their preference or whatever. I mean, it just it's 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 one of those weird things. Like I I used to like listening to. Um, like like uh, like I'll listen to like Jean Grey and shit like that. Like I, I like people who have varied. Um, oh yeah, she's fire. Cause she she's cause that's the thing. I was like, there's, I feel like there's female rappers and then just rappers who happen to be female. Yeah, and I th- and, and that's where I feel like the line is blurred. Yeah, cause there's like rappers who, like like Rhapsody album was good. Like I I listened to that. And it didn't even really cross my mind that she was a chick rapping. It was just a dope album. But, like, then, like, some stuff is, like, clearly geared towards a certain audience. And that's where you, like, like, all right, cool. I get it. That's meant for, it's not really meant for dudes, kind of. So it's like, I can't really, like, like, you could you'd be like, all right, whatever. So it's like, it's cool. It exists. You know, like, I can't critique it. I can't say nothing about it. I was just like, all right, cool. It's just not for me. Like, that's I, shit. like I get it. I get it. I'll say this, like, I think Nicki Minaj is fire. I think she's a fire rapper, and I think she makes fire music. But I just personally can't listen to her on the fact that I know that, like, say, a Nicki album, she she slipped. Like, how could I put it? I, I Maybe I should go back in and the, I, I just know from what I've heard, I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't listen to this confidently. But the thing is, is that. It, you know, it, it, it's the same reason I don't listen to Eminem. You know what I'm saying? And wait, and there's a lot of rappers I don't listen to like that as well too. So yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm very glad you brought that up. But I think she's dope. But then I know you'll get an anaconda. I know an anaconda will come in there, and I'm not ready for that. I'm just being honest. I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for it. What's the um the Big Sean song? Is that is that that was the anaconda song? The one with Big Sean's on it. Um. Big Sean and Nikki did something together. No, no, no. She no, writes no. about his um, his 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 meat. Then <laughs> you know the thing, and she don't hold back, and I like that. But I, you shouldn't hold back. But then again, you gotta say you gotta give me like the edited version. Oh, dance the the, well they got a song together. Like it's the same. It's 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 like the same. The same song, the ass joint, the ass, ass, ass. Oh, yeah. Ass, ass, ass. Yep. I know what you're talking it, about. It might as well have been her song. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I get it, though. I mean, it's whatever. But, like, going back to what you're saying about 2018, it's like, uh, when you get, when you look at that stuff, it's like, yo, man, there's so much dope shit. But I was like, that's every year. It's just that people just don't really pay attention, man. No, that's no, the no. sad part. People just don't really pay attention. There's mad shit, like, like, dude, like, 
There's two streams of thought out. Seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I, I only say that because I, I told my mans, and I'm like, he, he thought there was still one. And I'm only saying that is because, like, yo, this microwave culture is like, this shit is happening so fast. Like, I feel like it's to the point that if you're not paying attention, you will miss it. Yeah. I mean, like, I almost missed out on Crit's album. And that ended up being easily one of the best five albums I heard in 2017. Mm. I still listen to Crit's album. Crit got bars. I ain't gonna hold you. That album is... I, I love that album. It's uh, the double... It's, I think it's a double. It's mad songs on the album. But um, I still listen to that. Like, I every now and then I listen to Sci High's album, which came out at the end of 2017. Yeah, that was another dope one. Um, 2017 was a strong year, too. Let's not forget. Towards the end, it got really strong. That's because a, a lot of the stuff carried over. Wait, because that was the year Royce came out, too, right? No, the Royce Booker came out Ryan. last year. Last year. In March. 2018? Yeah, March or something like that. But Royce was like before Daytona. Royce came out around the time when Nip- Nipsey came out. From Victory right, so he was early 2018. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. He came out before Daytona. I don't think Daytona should have been on the top albums of the year list. No, Daytona wasn't all that. I don't it think wasn't, it wasn't, and it was only seven songs. And I'm just kind of sick of pushing rapping about Coke. Sorry, that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I'm with you. Something else. <laughs> like no, I'm he, definitely he with you. to keep rapping about the same shit. Especially in this era, in this generation, like that shit sounds so fucking dated. Yeah, it's I'm, just he's way too talented to just keep rapping about the same shit. It's just like, nah, man, yeah. like. I, I was a fan of the clips, and it's just like I only really revisit them every now and then because it's like I know exactly what I'm gonna get. <laughs> yeah, like oh, I, I love the clips too, man. That was a mm-hmm. they, they they had a nice little nice little run together, man. Too bad Malice found God. I don't mean too bad. I mean it's oh, man, a great thing. It's, a, it's wait, it's a phenomenal thing that he found God, but too bad because of the fact that the group split because they was making because I I think he left right at their peak. It wasn't uh, like no, 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 no. It was, it was well after. I think it, it is after the label problems and all. So, because you got to remember, okay. um, their third album drops late or something like that. Because, uh, oh yeah, you're and right. Then had, and then they were independent. And they started doing all the reup gang stuff because they couldn't get out their label deal or some weird shit like that. And then you know. there's a lot of stuff going on with them. But if you listen, if you really listen to the clips, you should have known that that was coming. Because malice was always rapping like a Baptist preacher. Oh, no, absolutely. Wait, that's the one thing that I will say. He always rapped about church, God, crosses. Mm-hmm. He had, he, whether it was direct or subliminal. I and think I, he was nicer than Pusher, to be honest with you. He was my favorite of the group. No, nah, I, I think he was way nicer. I yeah, I thought that. Malice was nice, man. Push yeah, was- now, you know the thing is? I say Malice was nicer, too, because this flow was more universal. Yeah, you, well, cause you, I think Malice taught Push how to rap, and you—that's—that's. That's, I think that's how the story goes. Mm, that's, so that's probably why he's so one lane with the coke. Yeah, yeah. Malice was was first, mm. so I think that's what happened. And then Push, because Push is five years younger okay. than Malice, so I think Malice had started rapping, and then he got pushed to start rapping, and then they did the group together, something like that. But the funny shit about Malice is that he, uh, um, a man Dayton, he does Christian rap now too, and they they they, they done songs together. <laughs> Yeah, wait. Christian rap is fucking phenomenal. I don't. It's like a, 
that's an oxymoron. I'm sorry, but I'm only. Oh, uh, well, you don't fuck with it? No, I don't really listen to it. I just, you know, why? Because it's again, uh, I have trouble when um, I listen. Like, like I'll check out day and stuff just because that's that's like family. But um, yeah. and, and and I think he approaches it a little differently because a lot of like like he approaches it more like like a, a secular dude would. But like he gets into beef in his Christian rap community about it because they say he's, 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 he can lean too secularly or something like that. Because mm. they like to they they like to separate themselves that Christian yeah. rap. Thing. But the problem is every time I check out some of them, it's just like I I get it. Jesus is a very nice person. What else can you rap about? <laughs> Like, no, you know, right. like, don't give me 20 albums of Jesus. I need something. Like, let me know what you, something else. Give me, let me hear something else. It's just like, I get real bored with like one, like one note things. I'll say this the albums, they're definitely not that. Um, they're very full of context. They're very full of. Well, it depends on the artist. Cause I did check out Lecrae's shit. Lecrae's was very. NP is all right. Lecrae so. is all right. There's another one. I forgot. His, his white dude. I forgot. I think it's NP. The point is, is that I don't like Christian rap. I'm only saying this is that I This is what this is the beautiful thing about networking relationships. I worked with a dude last year who was from Utah and he was a Mormon and he listened to nothing but Christian rap. Hmm. So when we went to lunch, that's all he was playing Christian rap. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is this Christian rap? Joke. Wait, I said it jokingly, and he looked back laughingly, like, "Yes, this is." And I'm like, "Wow!" And I'm like, "Damn, you feel me now?" Cause just like, right, let me see where this goes. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that response, but then as I listened to it, I was like, "You know what? If I listen to it for hip hop values, it's not that bad." Some of these dudes push the envelope, so I can see what what you mean as far as with your man getting into um beef into his. In, in this community as far as with the music because I was like, some of the shit they talk about or the topics, I'm like, wow, this is, this is Christian rap? You know, I think what happens is a lot of those dudes, they're, they're um, people they follow, they're super, super, super into that lane. No. And um, that's just kind of like, it, it, it's funny, I joke with them all the time because it, it's funny though because like Dayton, Dayton goes from potentially getting signed by Shady he wins, like, he's, he won a couple weeks of that Fight Club when that was a thing. He was on Freestyle Friday, all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, life takes you in a certain way, and he just he found um, religion the way he found it, and it just took him that way. So now he's, you know, he's a touring Christian rapper. He's actually super popular in that genre or whatever. Like, he gets to tour the country, and he messes with all the big names and stuff like that. There's like a dude, Bizzle, I think. He, huh. Bizzle has done Vlad interviews. <laughs> yep. Um, him and Dayton are part of the same crew or something like that. Uh, God Over Money, which I think is just, I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm G-O-M. not. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what they call us, a G-O and God Over Money. Um I think that's their click or whatever. Uh, so they do all that stuff, and now it's like I joke. I see the comments, and I'm like, bro, you went and did the Christian route and have to deal with same rap fans because rap <laughs> fans are always gonna be rap fans. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like what's real and what's not. What's real and what's not. That's all that is. But it's. I mean, I, again, it's a lane. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it works. Um, I'm not against it. I'm for all rap. To be honest with you, I don't care what. You, like as long as you're not like. Like if you ain't putting out an album about touching little kids, oh, and I don't care, do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> I don't. R. Kelly like, before he go to jail, the fucking double disc. I yeah, admit, like part two. Oh man, <laughs> trapped in the playhouse or some shit, whatever oh, he calls it. Shit. But like, if you go do, I mean, as long as you ain't doing that, I don't care. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm one of those like hip hop dudes that's like, yo, let it grow and let it be. Eh. And now, especially, I yo to be honest with you, people always complain about, um, like the game. Like the game is uh different. The game has to change, and all this other stuff about the game. And um, to be honest with you, I'm just like, nah. It's it's if you only listen to the radio, you're only gonna hear certain things. It's like. All right, cool. All these guys that are popping on the internet aren't even on the radio. That's the shit that bugs me out when people are talking about the game is so one-sided. I was like, nah, the dudes that are popping on the re- internet are not on the radio. Like that dude who just who just got knocked for killing, what's his, YMB, whatever his name is? Yeah. Not for killing this boy, right? You, you said he had like 20 million streams, right? Yeah. Had some hits. I've never heard, never of, heard of him. Heard of him. Oh, yeah, man, we said it at the same time. Never heard of him. Nope, they don't play his music on Hanae 7. Mm-hmm. Ebro won't play it. They don't play his music on Power 105. You know what plays on Power 105 and 97? The people who are at the top of the food food chain. They're going to play, uh, you know, you might hear some Migos. You're going to hear some Cardi B because she's at the top of the food chain now. You're going to hear some Drake. <laughs> you hear some Ross if he drops a single. You might hear some 2 Chains if he drops a single. You are not hearing none of these young dudes that are making mad bank on their own. They might interview them, but they're not playing any music. So it's like right. I don't want, like I don't need to hear about like how the game ain't the same. I was like, variety is there. You just gotta look for it. Like, so true. People are just lazy. Like, there's so much dope shit out there. That's why I was like going back to 2018. 2018 was dope is because even the shit that you got to that got ignored was dope. Because <laughs> yeah. there's just so much shit that came out, man. Like, and this year I feel like it's gonna be the same way. Like I've been listening to Boogie. Mm. I, I, yeah. I think. I, uh, like it? I like it a lot. The only thing I don't like is the song with Eminem. <laughs> it's, it's mostly just because. Oh wait, it, yeah, you said you was going to tell me about that. Why you don't like Eminem? My oh, bad to cut you it's off. Not that I don't like him. It's all right. Here's my thing. I don't like his music. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So you like him as a person? Did you just? No, think I, don't his like, music? I don't. I don't. I don't have an opinion of him as a person. Oh shit! I, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't. I don't really pay attention to enough about Eminem to like him or hate him as a person. Like, like I'm pretty sure he's a fine human being. <laughs> but like, his music personally, like I could listen to some M songs. I don't think he has a classic album. The closest thing to what? it, I don't. I don't. I think the closest thing to an M classic album is probably Marshall Mathers. Um, Man. I, I think he has some good songs that he's made and he has a lot of really bad ones. <laughs> I, my shit with Eminem is I can't get into some of his subject matter. And I also can't get into rap for the sake of rap. Sometimes. Like, I like like he put out Rap God, right? And I, I listened to it once I was like, I never have to hear this again. 
It, like, I, I don't need songs like that. I felt like, the same way about that. I was like, all right, cool. I get it. You can put words together. Like, this is, is this a song? What is this? Like, I don't care. <laughs> like, you just rapping for the sake of rapping. Like, I get it, dude. We all know you can rap. Like, you don't have to tell us this now. <laughs> Give me a, like, I, I like songs. And I, like, I, I like when somebody can spit, but I like songs that work. I like fucking, I like, and he could stay on topic, but sometimes his topics don't really connect to me. Like, when he was doing all that, like, I'll kill your mom, drugged up rap, and all that weird shit that he was rapping about back in the day. I didn't really care for any of that shit. I ain't, like, I didn't really care for the who's the real Slim Shady shit. I ain't care for none of that. The without me and all those songs. It's just like, I'm not a huge Eminem fan. But now, the reason I don't like the song with him on that album is not because he's on it. It's more so because that specific verse and song don't match the entire flow of that album. It just, mm. it's like, I'm into out, like, if you put in, like, Boogie's project is dope and is well sequenced until you get to that song. I that song does not fit the album. It don't, I don't know why it's there. It's so weird. Like, his album is like some chill, like, cause Boogie kind of sounds like, he's like Nipsey Hussle and Chance, the rapper, in like one person. <laughs> But like he's like he, he so it's a it's a little bit of a it's like laid back, but not laid back. And then like he, it's just you gotta listen to it. It's just like some real situations and shit like that. You could tell a dude had like a real life or whatever. I just like it. I listen to the album all the fucking time. But I, every time I get to that song with Eminem, I was like, yo, this album just like it. Ah, come on, man, I'm enjoying this album. Why you gotta put this there? <laughs> nah, it just don't match. I, I'm into sequencing. Like your sequencing is big for me. Like. A well-sequenced album, ain't nothing that could beat that shit, man. Like, I think, like, Cole is good at sequencing his albums. Excellent. Even his mixtapes. Oh, man. Uh, Kendrick is great at it. Drake is actually really good at it. People say he's not, but to be honest with you, I prefer when he's singing and rapping on throughout. Like, I didn't like, I, I didn't care as much. Like, I like Scorpion. I didn't like the way, I didn't like the, the, the sequencing on that. I, I could, it was, was, I'd rather have them mixed in with each other. Like, I don't, I didn't need a rap album and then an a R&B album. Yeah. Like, I'd rather just have it all together, like More Life or all his other projects. I didn't like the split of it, but I guess people were asking for it, so he gave it to her. And I was fine with the rap side by itself, and I was fine with the R&B side by itself, but I was like, there's a flow that I like to the way Drake's projects flow, and splitting them takes that flow away. Because yeah. normally his albums are pretty well sequenced. Like, if you listen to, like, like, like again, I go back to the one that I started liking the Matt. Some some of those songs just kind of flow into each other. And you know what I'm saying? People trash views, and now a lot of people be like, you know what? Views isn't that bad. No, they're like, oh, it's way better than I thought it was. Because like people like to trash things, and then after a while, they sit with it. It's like, this is this is aging well. I was like, well, sequency. I'm telling you, yo, sequency will help you get past all that shit. And, um... That was the one thing, man. I was like, oh, my God, this Eminem verse. I mean, people think I hate Eminem. I was like, I don't hate him. I still recognize him. You know, it's like you could recognize somebody. Like, people like, so Eminem's not in your top five? I was like, he's not in my top ten. But this is I, because. I, I, I wait, I'll put it like this. He's not in my top ten either. I just want to jump in before you fully ether him. No, I'm not going to think. Him. I'm not talking about rap skills. No, 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 no. I don't because I, I I understand everything you're saying too. Because rap for the sake of rap, I feel like he started doing that. Pat, I thought I feel like he started doing that with the Marshall Mathers LP. 
I thought it was still a very good album. That was but I couldn't album. I couldn't really get I couldn't get into it. I thought he just started going off with you know that's what the I kill you and that's what I like I, I couldn't wait me personally I couldn't get into those songs. I like I couldn't it. get into those songs. But the Slim Shady LP, I honestly wait. I'm, not, I'm just being very frank. That was a that was his best piece of work to me. He put together from rock bottom, the difference between bad and evil, guilty conscience. Like you get what I'm saying? Like he he was putting together legitimate songs with storylines, plot twists. I'm like, damn, this guy is fucking talented. Like this guy is like one thing he could put the words together. Now he's telling, like, I mean, the Slim Shady LP. The Marshall Mathers LP, it's cool, but that I Kill You and the, the Mushroom song, or I forgot the other shit, or the... He, he, oh, every he's... classic album's kind of does, but that's what I say. I say it's closer. But that got Till to, to, uh, to I Collapse, I think, is on there. No, no, no. That's, that came in, like, the latter albums. Like, that... I think that was, like, on Encore. That album was all right, but no, Slim Encore. Shady LP was the best one. That's the only one I could put on right now and start bumping. Encore, Encore was the one that I was just like, why the hell does this exist? Wow. Oh, Yo, Encore is bad. No, no, no. Even he'll tell you that. Encore is bad. Yeah, Encore yeah. is not a good album, man. The Eminem show was so much better. Uh, I didn't, well... Th- well, that's, well, if you're comparing it to Encore, Encore, that's how I'm just... Oh, no, yeah, no. The first three are his best albums by far. The first one. The, I mean, the, the, Marshall the, Mathers, Marshall Mathers by by numbers, yes. By actual quality, no. No, no. I, I'm saying the first three are the ones that you okay, would, okay, like. Okay. I like. I don't really go past that. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, you know, what and man, it's just like, like, like some shady LP. I never go back to it. Never. I haven't gone back to that album in like 15 years. <laughs> Just why? I just want to know why, though. No, it just never comes up as something I feel like listening to. That's it. And when it came out, it was cool or whatever, but I think that came out, what, 98, 99? Yeah, 99. 99. It wasn't the best album of 99. Um, it made a, it made some some noise or whatever, but I feel like then the Chronic 2001 comes out, and then you forget that that album came out. Wait, that came out before? or No, that came out Chronic- after. Chronic came out. Chronic after. was in the summer. I remember that. Yeah, Chronic, Chronic was two thousand and one. That was no, 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 no. That was the number. Ninety nine. I'm cooking. I'm cooking. It actually came out in ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cooking, but that was the summer. I'm cooking. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to. 